Monday, so many, got them it. Tuesday, she wanna go up, but Wednesday, I panic, I'm scrambling. Thursday, just ain't my luck. Hello,
witchcraft. It's fun, funny, yeah. 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 You know what I really love? <laughs> the Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Good morning, brothers and sisters. And welcome to the Friday edition of the Arnie State Show. Oh, it's going to be a special show today. Ask family members. Today is not only the day that the Lord has made, and I shall rejoice and be glad of it, but today is the day that Pastor Greg Locke will be on the Arnie State Show, a man who has been recently permanently kicked off of Twitter. Come on, and we're going to talk about religion and the state of America. Jalapeno! Jalapeno! Thank you, Brother States. There you go. All right. Oh, I'm so excited for today. Oh, I was in contact with his people last night. We're going back and forth telling them what I'm going to talk about. Oh, it's going to be a good show today. Woo! And it's Friday? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I'm giving you this big-ass gift on a Friday? Man, oh, man. By the way, we got to stop everything right now. Hold on. (laughs) Ass family, I need you to take all your good vibes, and I need you to send them toward my friend Brian's uh, surgery this morning. We've had Brian on the show. He's going to run for Senate here in a few years. Uh, The Marine who goes out and salutes at all the police funerals and all that kind of stuff here in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. He's having surgery this morning. It's like he has like a big-ass gallstone. He's got to have surgery this morning. So I told him that the Ass family would send good vibes his way, and that is what we're doing. I don't know if he's listening right now in the hospital, Uh, but Brian... You got this, sir. And I and I, I would say probably don't listen to the, the show after surgery because it's going to hurt because you're going to be laughing so much. I'm just saying. But, yes, good vibes going out to uh, our friend Brian here on the show. Let's say some good mornings. Let's get the thing started. Now, I've got Professor Locke for 30 minutes uh, scheduled. He's going to be calling between 10 and 10.30. So we're going to take a break. Probably pretty early, about 9.50, and I'll come back, and we'll just shoot the shit uh, uh, until Pastor Locke decides to give us a ring-a-ding. Uh, let's see. First one here is Brett and Placer. Look at that. First one in the house. Early start to the show. Happy Friday. Straight fire says Friday. We got air in our lungs, and we got ass. Yes, sir, you do. You definitely do. Uh, Andrew says, happy Friday, comrades. I don't know about y'all, but I'm ready for today's revival service at the Church of Arnadad. Oh, it's going to be a doozy. Happy Friday, ass family. I'm so excited for the Arnie interviewing of the pastor. I was watching videos of the pastor last night. Oh, he's, 
This guy's a showman. I, I, I am going to compliment him on his his over-the-top delivery of sermons is just phenomenal. That's what I look for in a pastor. Like, if I were to ever go church shopping again, meaning I'm going to go and look, and that ain't going to happen. Oh, look at that. Brian's already out of surgery and in recovery. Everything went well. That's fantastic. That is awesome. There you go. See, ass family, you sent those good vibes, and it happened already. That's 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 kick ass. Uh, all right, let's see. Cowboys girl read that. Hangtown Jen says, "Good morning, ass. Happy Friday. I'm so excited for today's revival. I hid my little dog and put on clean panties. It's <laughs> let's do this thing. Oh, that's the one drop I haven't played yet. Oh, and your little dog too. I'm gonna compliment him on that. That's one of the greatest lines I've ever heard a minister give." When he's calling out the witches. Oh. Hangtown, uh, let's see. Uh, Church on Dad. Brad. Oh, look at that. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my lucky stars. It's Braddy Kid. Oh, my God. It's Braddy Kid. Braddy Kid is in the house. Oh. Did you hear me? Braddy Kid. Did you hear what I just said? It's Braddy Kid. I did hear you. Did you hear me? Yes. Did you hear what I just said? Yes. Yes. Braddy Kid's here. I hope she has a spectacular day. Christopher says, woo, it's Pastor Greg Friday. And it is. Derek says, good Friday morning, ass family. Thank God it's finally fucking Friday. Becca. 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 Uh, Uriah says, good morning. Ready to hear about Harry Potter being wickedness. Oh, you will. Uh, yeah, Hot Stephanie says, blessed be the day. <laughs> uh, Elise says, good morning, y'all. It's Friday, and we got this crazy pastor coming in today. Oh, I can't wait. Cannot wait. Wow, look at that. You knew the song. Good for you, Cowboys girl. That was my dad's favorite one to play. One of his favorite ones to play. Uh, let's see. Good vibes to you, Brian. Keep the face. Of course, he's calling during my meeting. Wait, 10, 10.30 your time? Yes, 10, 10.30 my time, 8 o'clock your time. He's calling in the next hour. So, I, I, I'm, I'm sorry, I said 10 o'clock because I was looking at my Texas clock. I wasn't looking at my, my West Coast clock. West Coast, 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock this morning. So, literally within about 50 minutes from now, Greg Locke will be on the show. We got a lot of stuff we got to get to. Oh, your dad was a pastor. Okay, so you know you know the book. Um, not a lot to talk about with ye- yesterday. Did I do anything? I, I didn't really do a whole lot yesterday. Yesterday was St. Patrick's Day. We had the corned beef and and they had cabbage because I don't eat that shit. Uh, all in all, yeah, yeah, yeah. We did a. Uh, we we did make our our trip to Bucky's. Bucky's. Yeah, yeah. Had a kolache, had an apple kolache, little Danish type deal. Buenos dias, ogre. How are you, my amigo? And yesterday was just kind of he, just kind of just. I I got my new dresser in. Got got that all situated. Got it put in my room. Got it all stacked up. The old dresser I destroyed this morning. Yeah, it took the hammer to it to get that drawer out. It's the only way I could do it. You made tacos last night. What the hell? You made corned beef tacos? If you made corned beef tacos, then I'll allow it. Um, 
the world as we know it is just so fucking crazy. <sighs> the media is now starting to jump on board. I guess they had a big meeting. I bet I bet they had a big meeting at the White House. And good old Joe, he met with the heads of MSNBC, CNN, PBS, and said, hey, look here. We need to call this what it is. This is Putin's price hike. Now the media is starting to blame all of high prices on Vladimir Putin. I hate to say this to you. I, you, you know I hate to say this to you, but... Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. Joe and all his stupidity... So the best way to get something done, if you, if it holds near and dear to you that you uh, um, like to be able to, anyway. Huh? So the best way to get something done, if you, if it holds near and dear to you that you uh, um, like to be able to, anyway. What a stupid son of a bitch. I, I. Did he have a stroke in the middle of that? I mean, I, 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 Chuck Todd, that dickhole on Meet the Press. Man, if there is any member of the media that I could, if you were to allow me to savagely beat any member of the media, I think I start with Chuck Todd. I, I, I think that's where I'm going to go, the Meet the Press guy. Yeah, I, I feel I feel like stomping a mud hole in him and walking it dry. Oh, there's a lot of members of the media that I want to do that for, but Chuck Todd, see, 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 this is the thing. I, Chuck Todd angers me on a level that not many people get to. Um, a few years ago, ESPN was running this documentary, and it was about the legendary University of Miami Hurricanes football team when they took on Notre Dame. And there were some students at Notre Dame who would put out T-shirts for every game. And they were not sanctioned by the university. They didn't have any licensing deals. But these shirts sold like gangbusters. I know, I just sounded like a bad guy in the 20s. But they sold amazing. And they put out a shirt when the University of Miami came to South Bend, Indiana to play Notre Dame. And the game was called, the shirt had it on there, and a lot of people went with it, the Catholics versus the convicts. I guess Chuck Todd went to the University of Miami because Chuck Todd was featured in this documentary crying about it. Not literally crying about it, but he was bitching about it. Oh, how dare they call us convicts. Shut up, you fucking prick. They're college t-shirts. Dickhead, you were no fun even in college. Is gangbusters the word of the day? No, 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 no. Has everybody used catastrophic enough to make it in your mainstream vocabulary yet? Douglas, good morning, my friend. He's happy because Devontae Adams is now a Raider. Yeah, just too bad you don't have anybody to throw to him. Sorry, I couldn't resist. 
But you've got the mainstream media jumping on board, blaming Vladimir Putin for everything going up. Grocery prices going up, that's Vladimir Putin. But I'm here to tell you, ask family, don't fall for it. Don't fall for it. See, this is the thing I don't have to tell y'all because y'all are fucking way too smart. You realize that inflation started weeks before. We were talking about inflation. Uh, I mean, I'm honestly, I, I'm surprised that Vladimir Putin has been hasn't been blamed for uh, the 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 cargo mess that that's going on right now. Car's gonna have a career year next season. Fight me. <laughs> According to all the stickers on gas pumps, Biden is at fault for price increase. Look, the pricing the, the president does play a part in that, absolutely. Now, does this Russia thing play part into it? Of course it does. But it's not the reason that gas prices are spiking the way they are. It's because we have a stupid moron in office. The only way to spare more pain and more loss, the only way these millstones no longer mark our national mourning. These milestones, I should say, no no longer mo- mark our national mourning. Huh? Joe, what did you just say? The only way to spare more pain and more loss, the only way these millstones no longer mark our national mourning. These milestones, I should say, oh, no, no longer mo- mark our national mourning. Just stop. Just, just quiet. Brady Kid says, I'm kind of an expert with grocery stores. Yes. Prices have been going up since Biden took office. Uh, hold on a second. Let me get the right sound effect for you. Correct the mundo. Did Putin stop the invasion yet since the UN International Court of Justice? No, he did not. He did not listen to the UN's Court of Justice. By the way, by the way, we're and by and, and once again, we the American people are allowing this. Call your senators, call your representatives. Say, hey, enough is enough, man. I got kids. I have to drive them all over the fucking place. I can't afford it. Gas is too expensive. I could do twenty shots and talk more coherent than him. I could talk more coherent than that man in my sleep. Yet these pundits from MSNBC, CNN, NBC, all these people are saying he's doing a decent job. He is terrible. Uh, how long until we impeach this brain-dead zombie now that we have the been told Hunter's laptop is legit and real? I, I know, yeah. Isn't it great that the New York Post finally came out and said, oh, yeah, that, that, that laptop, that's a real deal. Thank you. Be Coop, those guys on bum fights are more coherent. Fuck, Gary Busey is more coherent. Boy, that would be a battle of the minds, wouldn't it? Wouldn't that be amazing? A battle between Gary Busey. Well, let, me, let, me, let me see if I can find my... Uh, 
I can't find my damn. You know what? Let's put that. We'll put that in the Joe Biden one. How could I be the president of the United States of America? Yeah, you know, I, I, I still don't know, sir. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Is it under panties? Yeah, it is. There it was right there. So you got this guy. The only way to spare more pain and more loss, the only way these huh? millstones no longer mark our national what? morning. These huh? milestones, I what? should say, no, no longer mo- mark our national morning. I can go to your mama's and start a small fire in her panties. Boy, there's a debate I'd love to watch. I, 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 would, I, would, I would buy tickets from a scalper. I'm just telling you this right now. I am. I would. I would buy tickets from a scalper to watch Joe Biden debate Gary Busey. Now, I'm not saying I'm going to be in the mass in the back masturbating because this is the greatest thing I've ever seen, but don't put it past me. I'm smelling an ass death match, uh, battle of the brains, or what remains of them. Okay, hold on a second here. I like where we're headed with this. I like where this, uh, so we got Joe Biden. I need 16 people. Joe Biden. Uh, Gary Busey. Uh, oh, oh, Kanye West for sure. Charlie Sheen. I'll work on this. Who has lost their mind the most? Oh, man. Jesus. But once again, once again, the reason why, uh, Arise, you told me about your coffee creamer that that went up in price over a dollar, that's Vladimir Putin's fault. He thinks you should just drink black coffee. So he's raising the price of all coffee creamers. That's how he does it. By the way, uh, we we are we are seeing right now. Ooh, Christian Bale, Mel Gibson, Mel Gibson. I'll put him on the list. Mel Gibson. Bale. Oh, Alec Baldwin's got to be on there. Damn Russians. Lindsay Lohan. All right. Well, we'll, we'll get back to it. We'll, I want to ask Douglas where he lives, not on a creepy level, ha-ha. I believe Douglas lives in the greater Sacramento area. 2008 Brittany. Woo! Well, that's my favorite Brittany. Last night, Joe came out, Joe Biden, and it was tough, Joe. He started with a joke. He addressed, uh, the, this was the St. Patrick's Day luncheon. He says, I may be Irish, but I'm not stupid. Huh? What? what, what I, how is that a joke? I may be Irish, but I'm not stupid? Where's the punchline? Where's the ba-dump-psh? Wait, 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 wait. How could I be the president of the United States of America? I, I still don't know. I've never said this out loud before, but I think the president of America is actually a retard. Yeah, yeah. My RTO has three openings paid for. Thought you might want to get in for a fun run. There you go. 
he started with a joke saying, I'm Irish, but I'm not stupid. Then he decided to put his attack on Vlad, calling him a murderous dictator and a pure thug. Biden is reported to be only about 5 eighths Irish, but known to play up his Irish heritage. Oh, yeah. Uh, reasons to hate his dumb ass even more. What the fuck, Joe? You're saying Irish people are stupid, retarded? Hey, fuckface, listen to what the Irishman said about you. I, I, I mean, honestly, this is an Irishman. I've never said this out loud before, but I think the president of America is actually a retard. Yeah, but, he, but, but, but he's Irish. He's five-eighths Irish. I got more Irish in my fucking pinky toe than this motherfucker does. The Kremlin also issued a warning to the West by warning the U.S. they may need to be put in their place. Well, in the immortal words of Scott Hall slash Razor Ramon. Don't sing it. Bring it. Oh, damn right. Because this is what I have a feeling. I have a feeling that when you wake up the big dog, and that big dog is America. Don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. And I will stomp a mud hole in your ass and walk it dry. That just happened. Boy, that escalated quickly. I mean, that really got out of hand fast. Hey, hey, Vlad. You can't handle the truth. And just to let you know, we aren't fucking around. A reminder, Columbia shouldn't have a hippo problem. Yeah, you know why Columbia has a hippo problem? Because we gave it to them. You don't want an ecological problem? Don't fuck with America. Fuck you, Joe. You're about as Irish as a box of lucky fucking charms. He's as Irish as uh, Elizabeth Warren is Native American. Tom Cruise for the list? Okay, all right. We got Tom Cruise. Put Tom Cruise on there. I'm not going to be Britney 08 on. I'm going to put Britney on there now. Because Britney's still on the crazy side. I mean, she's on the crazy spectrum for sure. She's definitely on the crazy spectrum. Now, on the drunk spectrum, we have our Speaker of the House. Yes, Christian Bale is on that list. <laughs> What a dumbass. Is his other half Polish? Because I think he botched a Polak joke, and that would make a little sense then. Oh, Nancy Pelosi decided that, you know what I'm going to do today? I am going to recite a poem, which, by the way, should be cringeworthy enough to think of Nancy Pelosi. Hiccup! Reading a poem by U2's Bono. (laughs) Here you go. Don't say I don't ever give you anything. This ought to be good. I have not seen this yet. I got this message this morning. 
from Bono. Really? And, and most of us, we're always, whether we're in Ireland or here, whatever it is, Bono has been a very Irish part of our lives. And he said... He, he's Irish, this. stupid. He said, Oh, St. Patrick, he drove out the snakes with his prayers, but that's, an all it t that's not all it takes. Jesus but the smoke arrives. symbolizes an evil that arises and hides in your heart as it breaks. And the evil from, risen from friends, from the darkness that lives in some men, but in sorrow and fear, that's when saints can appear to drive out those old snakes once again. And they struggle for us to be free from the psycho in this human family, Ireland's sorrow and pain is now the Ukraine, and St. Patrick's name is now Zelensky. <laughs> really? Now, 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 look, I, I like, I like Zelensky, but we're going to canonize him right now? Thanks to Bono? Who, by the way, you can't canonize anybody. You're a Protestant, motherfucker. Look for an email from someone at Skin Cancer and Dermatology, LOL. Okay, uh, no problem. Uh, Joe would say, how many Polacks does it take to change a light bulb? J-O-B-S. That's still the greatest. Look, this is still the greatest Joe Biden moment of all time. The number one job facing the middle class, and it happens to be a three-letter word, jobs. J-O-B-S. Jobs. Oops. Whoopsie daisy. Did that on a national stage, huh, Joe? Again, as resident South Park junkie, this week's episode was great. It had Randy accusing Token's dad of culturally appropriating St. Patrick's Day when he dressed up like a leprechaun. It's the last holiday celebrating white people, and he's taking that away from him. Butters also gets arrested for sexual assault because he punched a girl for not wearing green on St. Patrick's Day. Oh, fuck. I, uh, hey, uh, hey, guys, it's uh, me, Butters. Uh, hey, you're not wearing green. That's fantastic. Oh, I love Token the Black. Or just Token Black. That's his name. Oh, that show was so genius. It, it was so genius on so many levels. Oh, God. He, oh, he pinched her. Okay. I thought he punched her. I'll have to go back and watch that because I love Butters. I mean, that was one of the, the – that was worse than hearing like a second grader who, who's got the runs trying to read something on stage. Nancy's fucking blotto already. You can tell by this video. And at the end, in St. Patrick's name is now Zelensky. The look she gives like, oh, do you, do you see what he did there? He turned him into a saint, everybody. If you'd like to watch this. His real name is Tolkien. We learned that this season. Oh, man. All right. 
So there you go. Good old Nancy got into it yesterday. Oh, Jesus. This gal is so awful. She She's the cringiest person. I, I, I got to say, like, you know, we'll put Nancy on this list, too, because her brain is gone. She's got, she's got fetal alcohol syndrome, and she's an adult. Oh, man. Oh, boy. Now, I want you to think about this. Your eyes, you're going to know exactly what I'm talking about here. Police are forced to protect a conservative debater at Yale Law. Free speech event. One student was yelling, I'll fight you, bitch. Nearly 120 Yale Law students revolted during a free speech debate because they didn't like conservative panelist Christian Wagner. They chanted, protect trans kids and shame, shame throughout the law school building after police officers escorted the speakers out. After exiting the event, they began to stomp, shout, clap, sing, and pound on the walls. Protesters alleged their actions were execution of free speech despite the fact that they violated university policies regarding free speech. Bernie Sanders happily put him on there. So college campuses used to be open for everybody. It didn't matter who you were. It didn't matter what you had to say. It was a, it was a protected area of free speech. Now, this isn't the first time that we've seen this. We've seen this happen time and time again at universities like Berkeley. Berkeley, who used to be really the pinnacle for free speech in this country. Now, if you have a conservative speaker there, you have to hire riot police because their ideas don't mesh with yours. So instead of them letting, getting to, to air out what they want to say, you, they get shot down, they get shouted down, and they get threatened with violence. Isn't it a wonder that we have to deal with toddlers in college now? <laughs> Arise just says sigh. Universities have become Maoist echo chamber thought revision factories. At one time, and, and I know this is a long time. You know what? Hold on. Let me let me get the right music out for this since we have to use music. You see, colleges used to teach you to think on your own. They used to teach you how to be an adult. Like, you have to get to class on time. You have to have the right books. You have to do that. 
It's no longer mommy and daddy's idea. And see, colleges were there to teach you how to think for yourself. Now what colleges are doing are indoctrinating young students with the professor's ideals and thoughts, saying this is the only way to think. If I was a comedian and I went on a college campus, and a lot of comedians won't go on college campuses, I'll go on one. And if you motherfuckers want to try to shout me down, I will fight every fucking one of you. I don't care. It's free speech. I had a friend of mine actually text me why I was having Pastor Greg Locke on the show today. I'm glad this free speech topic came up today. The reason why I'm having Greg Locke on the show is because he's doing something that is so inherently American. I actually do respect. I don't I, look when it comes to what he's preaching. We can talk about that when he's on. But what he's doing is. He's using his right. His right to free speech. His right to religion. He's using all of that. And let me just say this right now. This is what we should all be doing. We shouldn't be fucking giving out the shit that he's giving out. Like I said, we'll talk about that later. But this guy is doing what the Constitution says we can do in this country. And I got to give it up to him on that. As kooky and crazy as he seems, I got to give it up to him on that. Ryan says, I'm so glad I'm at a podunk rural community college in a red state. It's the last semi-normal. Everyone else has lost their minds. If everyone wants a good synopsis, look up the series YouTube Peter uh, Bohaskin's channel about how colleges have become cults. Yep. Uh, He is going to be on in about, hopefully, about a half hour. He's going to be on within the next hour and a half. I'll just say that. Because my window is between 10 and 11. My time with him. Your ass says, good Friday, ass family. I'm knee-deep in puppy poop right now, but I hope everyone's having a fa- I hope everyone has a fantastic weekend. But you're you're happily in knee-deep of a poopy puppy poop. If I was asked to be a conservative speaker at a college, I wouldn't go. The question should be, why not have the pastor on the show? I mean, shit, I pretty much eye-rolling and diverse of religious people, but here's here's a shock. I believe in his free speech. Unless he's actually literate spouses attacking witches or pagans, whatever he has to say is just words. I don't have to agree with him. I can choose to be entertained or gasp, listen to another perspective, and learn something from it. Or at the very least, get a good chuckle. I couldn't have said it any better. If it, it, and, and this is this is where I'm so lost. This is where I don't know, y'all can help me with this. Maybe maybe we don't live in the free market society anymore. Maybe we don't. Hot Mama, do not worry. As soon as the show is over, I will be uploading it to ArnieRadio.com, and boom, it'll be there for you. 
I saw the great when I first saw. Let, let me just say this right now, and and this is going along with this story. The first time I heard him say, and your little dog too. I was all the way in with this guy. I guess he wrote a book, and I'm going to ask him about this book he wrote about being blinded by Benny, where I think he writes a fucking uh, a, a bad book about Benny Hinn. And I love Benny. Benny Hinn, if you don't know who Faith Healer Benny Hinn was, Benny Hinn was awesome. He'd wave his jacket, and half the audience would fall down. Google that shit. YouTube it. Find Benny Hinn. Now, Benny Hinn ain't, ain't really healing people. I know this. But it, 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 he was entertaining to watch. Now, if you don't like it, click the channel. If you don't what, like what Greg Locke has to say or do, then don't listen to him. Don't. See, we've gotten into this part in America now where if, and, and everybody's like this, I'm like this, you're like this. Uh, look, I'm, I'm not casting first stones at people. I've never tried to cancel anybody, and I won't. But if you don't like what somebody's doing, then you don't have to watch it. I continue to watch Saturday Night Live every week, and I hate it. But I'm the one choosing to watch it. If you watch a bunch of these videos by Pastor Locke, he talks a lot about personal responsibility, which I I I I I, I applaud that. I mean, he, he he has some things you sit there and you go, Oh my gosh, okay, I listen and then all of a sudden he goes into witches and all that kind of stuff and you're like, Okay, gotta change the channel. But that's what you get to do as an American. And he, as American, can go out there and preach this to the people that want to hear it. I ain't got no problem with that. I have no problem with conservatives coming and talking on college campuses, except for the fact I think they're stupid for doing it because they're not going to be allowed to do it. Because their rights are being infringed on college campuses, and nobody is doing anything about it. That conservative speaker who was invited... Once again, invited by Yale to speak there, goes out and speaks there and is shouted down. Those people, those people hate America. See, Douglas, you write no hate speech on campus. You can't. You can't write that. No, you. Yeah, I. I you can. But colleges can't go out and say no hate speech on campus. Do you know why? There's this little document. (laughs) It's called the Constitution. And there's this group of nine people that like to sit around in these big fancy robes. They're called the Supreme Court. And they decided a few years ago that hate speech is still considered free speech in this country. And it's still protected. So if you say no hate speech on campus, you're violating my constitutional rights. Now, if I go on campus and I start using all the hate speech words that we all know already, 
Do you know what's going to get happen to me? I could be possibly arrested for disturbing the peace. I'm just talking, but I am disturbing the peace. That is against the law. Or, more importantly, I could get the shit beat out of me. Now, you see, once again, these are consequences. Those kids at Yale should all be expelled. That's a consequence for what they did to these invited guests. They should be expelled. Deal with it. That's a consequence. You disturb this event at the school. We know who you are. You're no longer going to school here. That would be if the administration had any sort of testicular fortitude whatsoever. And by testicular fortitude, I mean balls. They aren't going to do that. They aren't going to do that at all. By the way, has everybody heard the good news that Wendy Williams might be coming back? Oh, heavens to Murgatroyd! See, there's a lot of things happening in this country right now that I don't understand. This next story I've had for the last couple days, and it's not the first time I've seen something like this. Down in Southern California, down in Santa Barbara, there's a Chick-fil-A there. Now, we all know that Chick-fil-A hates gay people, right? Let's just say it. They hate gays. I don't know if they actually hate gays. I just know they spend a lot of money in efforts not to let gays get married. But the people in Santa Barbara said that this Chick-fil-A that's there is a public nuisance. Now, when I hear public nuisance, I I think to myself, What's going on there? Are, are, are they are they having sex inside the store? Are chickens being violated? I, I a public nuisance. That's a big deal when you when you say something is a public nuisance. Do do you know what they, their public nuisance is? Their drive-through line is too long. It can block traffic for up to 90 minutes on weekdays, up to 155 minutes on Saturdays. The city's traffic engineer, police chief, and community developer director have evaluated the situation and believe the persistent traffic backup is a public nuisance. So, because a company is successful, we are going to punish them for it. Sawyer's dad, what's up, buddy? Yeah, Kale, Kale, you nailed it. Why? Because the line's too long. They want to shut down in America. This, once again, is happening in America. A business that is super successful is now being called a public nuisance. When did we want businesses to fail in this country? By the way, no problems. Sawyer's dad says good for them. Just drive by there on a Sunday. 
Yeah, if you need to go on that area of town, go there on a Sunday. That fucking place will be closed. And by the way, by the way, hey, city engineer, city planner, you allowed this to happen. You allowed this to happen. You gave them the permit to build right there. If I was Chick-fil-A, I would go to the moron city engineer and show him tax receipts. They go to the city and county of Santa Barbara and say, build us a better fucking road. Amen. This is not Chick-fil-A's fault. But we've seen, I've seen this in other, uh, other businesses. People are mad here in Rockwall. So where I live in Rockwall, we got to travel a couple miles to get to like where all the shopping and stuff is, right? And there's this one big-ass shopping center. There's a big old Costco there. You got a Soul Man's Barbecue. Fixing to have a Torchy's Tacos where Fuddruckers used to be. You got all this stuff there, right? And they have a raising. Oh, and they have an In-N-Out burger, which is hardly ever busy. And then right next to In-N-Out, they got a cane, raising canes. Now, I, I've never been a raising canes fan. People like them. People love them. And that drive-through long, that drive-through line is ridiculous. But it's not a nuisance. A successful business is a nuisance now? (laughs) Boy, oh boy. Man, let me just tell you, I would be happy to be a nuisance. Yeah. They should have, they should fix it. This is a city problem. This isn't a Chick-fil-A problem. Now there's a local taco chain in Albuquerque. Then on one location, always backs up to the street during dinner hours. You know what I do? I go around it in another lane like everyone else. Well, you see, Ogre, that's because you're a grown-up. You're a grown-up American that was taught the right way, and you're teaching your kids the right way. I'm so tired of this. Oh, let's fuck them over. Doug still haven't had Raising Cane's. I think they're building one in, in Carmichael. I want to say it's in Carmichael they're building one. Either or Antelope. Antelope, that's where it is. By the way, uh, just to let everybody know, um, it's being reported. The reading ability of fourth graders has dramatically dropped since pre-pandemic times, a study has found. Uh, Let me just go ahead and just say shocking. Kids are getting dumber because they weren't in school. There you go. Great job, COVID. Great job. Citrus Ice Hill Grove are open. Okay, good. Uh, It's already open. They put a Canes and Citrus Height, a line about three hours long. What did Canes do to put traffic control people there and not a one-time nuisance? I was surprised that the in and outs are as busy in Texas as they were in California. I had no wait time, 11.45 on a weekday to get a burger this week. Yeah, well, because we have Whataburger. And Whataburger is far superior to that in and out crap. Uh, they have two of them in the area, but they are always lines and they ain't in and out. Well, they got some kind of special dipping sauce. And let me just tell you this right now. 
ain't nothing in this world touches Chick-fil-A's dipping sauce. Chick-fil-A sauce, I would venture to say you could put it on a piece of dog poop and and the dog poop might taste better. I'm not going to try it. But I'm thinking if there's anything that could enhance the taste of dog poop, it would be Chick-fil-A sauce. Put that by, and let me just say. I said it. I said I said it. T-minus a few minutes. Um, all right, so what we're going to do here is then we'll read one more story. Uh, then we'll take a break and hopefully give uh, Pastor Locke some time. Uh, it's about 10 minutes to 10. Let me do this last story here about how wonderful DoorDash is. Delivery company DoorDash says it will refund its drivers a whopping 10% of their gas purchases to offset higher prices at the pump. Now, I, I think that's good on their part, but let me just tell you right now. I'm going to be I'm going to be giving DoorDash a lot of big fucking numbers. Oh, I spent over uh, $10,000 this month on gas there, DoorDash. I'm no politician or engineer, but if I saw an incredibly successful restaurant with lines out onto the street, it tells me, one, more employees, more income in taxes, lobby the company to open another site in my city, which will, three, create more jobs and income and taxes again. I'm no politician, just someone with a brain. Exactly. And here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. Since they're only a couple, you got one in where Citrus Heights and one in Elk Grove. We're going to have people from Roseville driving in. And you know what they might do? They might go to another business in your city. (gasps) Maybe a couple businesses in your city. (gasps) DoorDash is also adding $25 per 100 miles driven while delivering. I don't get, like, like I, I've used it in the past. I, I get it. I totally understand it. I think it's fantastic, the whole idea. But, man, these drivers at DoorDash, where they won't fucking pick up your food unless you tip them. If you got, like, a $5 order, how much you got to tip? $5? Hell, I'll just go then. Uh, This comes after Uber and Lyft announced that they will be adding gas surcharges to help soften the burden on drivers. Okay. Well, I think think that's nice of them. I mean, 10%, really? That's it, huh? That's all you're going to give, 10%. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Uh, All right. We'll take a break here. 775-357-FANS is the number, ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com if you want to write this show. DoorDash out here is busy as fuck. If you don't stay, uh, uh, say how much the tip is, it'll pick up your order. You can have a 30-minute delay because they pick up multiple orders at the same time. I won't do less than $5, but it must be less than two miles. There you go. All right. There's a new one. Oh, there's a new Raising Cane's now across from the Galleria, too. Oh, that's going to fuck up that traffic. Well, you put that anywhere near that damn 
Chick-fil-A over on Pleasant Grove. Man, you're going to be screwed. Uh, all right, so when we come back, hopefully we will have the good pastor calling in soon. You know, if I cut off one of the songs, and I do... Yeah. 
Is this Pastor Greg Locke? I think we were calling each other at the same time because it just went straight to voicemail. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah I, I was playing. Uh, I was taking a break there, hoping to give you more time. We're live on the air right now. I just want to say thank you so much for taking time out of, I know, your busy schedule. That's to be a okay, part brother. I'm glad show. to do it. Uh, Pastor Locke, my name is Arnie States, and I, I came across your ministry a couple weeks ago, probably like a lot of people did, um, when you were calling out members of the church. Um but I, I, I dug deeper. I, I wanted yeah. because I, I saw you. I, I was raised in the Pentecostal church. So yep. you're, you're my kind of pastor. <laughs> Amen. You, you are, you are a, 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 pardon my life, a hellfire and brimstone kind of pastor. Yes, and sir. And I, I like that. But now, I saw something. that You wrote a book about Benny Hinn. Can, can you tell me a little bit about the book? Yeah, I did. Uh, well, ben? I've written three books as okay. in the last few years. But years ago when I was uh, in another movement, although I still stand by it, I wrote a book on him just kind of exposing him a little bit. <laughs> right, because, <laughs> because he uh, heals people yeah. with his jacket. What's that? Oh, yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. It, when, when, when the people fall over, I mean, it, it was must-see TV. I loved watching I mean, <laughs> I was raised, my grandmother watched Oral Roberts, and I watched, Oh yeah. you know, uh, his son who didn't have the panache that Oral did. Yeah. But, but, but you know, you, you grow up watching that, and you see people like yourself. And as, as I did this deeper de- dive on you, I saw one of, the, uh, one of the videos you did. You're talking about the big church, because you're close to Nashville, I believe. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, and you were talking about how the big church was going to open, about to reopen. And you said something that, that sparked such a fire in me. And I just want to say thank you for being a good American. Yeah, because amen. you didn't close down during COVID, did you? Not one time, and we grew like crazy. Now we got a lot of heat, but and CNN's been here seven times, but we're gonna rock on. <laughs> yeah, CNN, CNN's a bunch of dang idiots. That that's all they are. But oh, yeah. you said you said something. You said, "What are they going to preach on?" Yeah, and it really. I mean, that was one of those moments that was the the tires screeching on the on the pavement. I was like, "Wow, that is yeah. truly amazing." And, and it, it's true. I, I, I've been covering this. I've been broadcasting for 30 years now. And the last three years have been some of the hardest years I've ever broadcasted. Yeah. That Americans, why do you think Americans were so willing to give up one of their most precious uh, freedoms, and that's freedom of religion? Yeah, I think the, the problem was the pastors. It was the cowardly pastors trying to use Romans chapter 13, which is exactly what Hitler used, <laughs> you know, to load a bunch of Jews on boxcars. Sure. He tried to use their own text against them. And so these pastors are like, well, you know, we Bible says we have to obey the government. The Bible never says I have to submit to tyranny. There's a big difference in obeying what the government says in simple things. But when, when the government goes against the law of God, Acts chapter 5 is very plain. Peter, when he got out of jail, said we are going to obey God rather than man. And the problem is we have too many bossy deacon boards that are telling their pastors what to do, and they're not listening to the Holy Spirit. And so they're like, well, you know, let's close down because, you know, people are going to be offended and the neighborhood's going to be uncomfortable. And I'm like, this is a church for Pete's sake. Jesus said the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. And I'm not real smart. <laughs> I'm not real stupid either. <laughs> if the gates of hell Sir, you will not that. prevail against the church, then Anthony Fauci is not going to prevail against the church in, the, in America or around the world. Speaking of Anthony Fauci, I'm glad because somebody just sent me a story about him. What would you mm. do if he walked in your church? 
<laughs> if Anthony Fauci walked in my church, I promise you, I would call him out in front of everybody <laughs> in the church and everybody on the live stream. Absolutely. Oh. The Bible says to mark them which cause division and call them out. I would call him out two oh. seconds flat. Oh, that is so fantastic. <laughs> there, there's no man that I despise more than Anthony Fauci for <laughs> the ma- and And by the way, you were a promote, proponent of no masks as well, as I read. Yeah, absolutely. We put up a sign and said we didn't want masks on our campus. We we foster an atmosphere of faith, not fear. God's not giving us a spirit of fear. And if you know those things are lies and they don't work, then why would I as a pastor get up and, and just placate to the lie? You know, that's hypocrisy. That's not biblical. So everybody said I was being unloving. I think that was the most loving thing we could do because I'm just not going to propagate nonsense to our church. Why would you? I mean, uh, honestly, I mean, w- watching what's happened, what's wrong with our country, Pastor? <laughs> there's a lot wrong with our country but but i think people have taken this great country for granted and so now you have this generation that never fought any battles to have the rights that we have and we're trying to give them the keys to the kingdom mm-hmm. it's like the israelites remember the old testament they got into the promised land but the bible says that all the older generation died off so when the younger generation got to the promised land they disrespected it because they're not the ones that fought the battles for chapter after chapter to get there and so we've you know, raise a generation of people that have never fought for anything. And so now they're just going to give America over to socialism and communism because they don't know what it means to fight. They're a bunch of sissies. I, I, I mean, like everything you're saying, I, I, I want to drop everything and come to your church in Tennessee. I, I, <laughs> I despise your home state because I was married to a woman from Tennessee, so I'm not a big fan. I'm a, I'm a, I, I'm, I'm a diehard Texan. So, oh, I but, got we, we won't let her show up at the tent when you get here. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> yeah, keep her away from that. She'd make it burn down because she's Mormon. <laughs> oh, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> you know those people that wrote their own book yeah, exactly. out of nowhere. Um, I I have to know. I I have to know something. Like, why is there such a war on faith? Because- you know, I think the biggest reason is obviously the enemy loves to remain invisible. The devil has a kingdom of darkness, but it's really a kingdom of invisibility. And faith brings his kingdom of invisibility to light and he doesn't like that and so i think he's doing everything he can to convince the churches and convince pastors that you know faith's not that important we're just a church we're not really that essential and so people have really laid down on the job and they've disrespected the power and the authority of the local church because we're the only organization really it's an organism it's not a business it's a it's a ministry it's a, it's a living growing viable deal we're the only thing that has the power of the holy spirit the authority of the word of god and yet we're still, you know, kissing the ring of Caesar in a way that God never intended. And people don't understand faith is so valuable. It is so important. They've attacked the family. They're attacking our kids. You know, the LGBTQ is teaching our kids some of the most god-awful things you could ever imagine in our public schools and, you know, drag queen story hour. And the church has not only remained silent, it's become complicit because our silence is really in our surrender. And we've given in to all the evil and all the wickedness, and we've said nothing about it. And so we are complicit by virtue of the fact that we are cowards and we're willing to say nothing. And I'm I'm trying to raise up pastors to say, look, get get a backbone and say, lead your people to victory. Stop being silent. And and I look at the word faith as a a bigger word. And I've explained, I I, I got into an argument stupidly on my own part. Um, Mm -hmm. Because let, let me just tell you about myself, Pastor. I, I, I'm not a big fan of organized religion because Absolutely. I've seen what it did. I, I grew up in the Assemblies <sighs> of God Church, and I saw – I learned what hypocrisy was right then and yes. there. 
And uh, I'm very spiritual. I believe in God. I talk to God every night. I talk to my dad who died five years ago yesterday every night. Um, when I say faith, you have faith that the cable guy is going to come to your house between 2 and 6 when they tell you. Right. Right? You know they're never going to show up on time, but you always sit at home between 2 and 6 because you have that faith they're going to show up. And when I told that to an agnostic person or an atheist that they have faith, they just walked away from me, and they didn't like that. But, you know, so be it. Oh, they have faith. There's no doubt. They definitely have faith. (laughs) Now, I'm going to ask you some tough questions here. Okay. And I was told I could. That would be fine. I'd like to know, you follow the Bible pretty much verbatim, correct? Mm -hmm. Do you eat shellfish? Uh, no, I do eat shellfish, and here's why. There's a difference in uh, moral law, civil law, and ceremonial law. There are three types of law in the Bible. The only law that's never changed is the moral law, the Ten Commandments, the Decalogue. Civil law is based on different civilizations, and ceremonial law depends on what ceremony you're involved in. And Jews were under a different ceremony as well as a different civilization than where we are today in the New Testament. But the moral law of God never changes. That's why we still don't kill but you can wear mixed fabric and eat shellfish and pork if you want to. Yeah, I was looking at Leviticus because it's one of my favorite teachings when people start talking about the Bible and stuff. And and I have to tell people the Bible is written by man. Yeah, man, man has fault. Man, man is faulted. Man, man is 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 sin. Man is full of sin. And they make these things, and everybody wants to throw the Leviticus thing of oh well, you can't eat shellfish. Yeah. <laughs> and and, and it, it, it's one of those things. Now, have you ever I, – I came to a, a conclusion a few years ago in my own personal journey. And I, I had a very, very – it was a very come-to-Jesus moment is that somebody's going to be wrong when yeah. you die. Have you ever thought yeah. about that in your own life? What if you're wrong? Yeah, oh, absolutely, absolutely. I've used it a number of times. I mean, it's a pretty powerful argument. You know, people want to uh, attribute it to a certain guy in the past and say, oh, it's not a valuable argument. But it is because, look, here at the end of the day, if I'm wrong, you know what? I've given all kind of stuff away to help other people. I've put marriages together. I've watched people come out from under addiction, demonic influence. You know, I've seen people receive a joy and a peace that they would never have otherwise. I've helped homeless people. If, if I'm wrong and I die and go to the ground, I have lost nothing but I've lived a great life. But if somebody that does not believe, if they're wrong, well, they've lost everything. Mm-hmm. And so I have nothing to lose. They have everything to lose at this point. And I, I came up with a similar idea is that, that this is the way I choose to live my life, and I'm the only one that can live my life. So I'm going to do it this way, and if I'm wrong, then I'm dead. <laughs> yeah. I, I just look at it that way, and it's not going to really matter because I'm dead. There's nothing I can do about it then. <laughs> so I'd like to know why you are taking on Harry Potter so hard. <laughs> well, it's not that I'm taking on just Harry Potter. It's that we've begun a whole series on demonology and witchcraft and the occult. And I mentioned Harry Potter because it's entry-level witchcraft. There's no way around that. I mean, the guy's teaching how to do spells and incantations and, and shape-shifting and all these things that we may look at from a Disneyland perspective and think that is harmless, but real witches and warlocks and wizards and people that are in the occult and Satanists, they look at this and they're like, yes, this is entry-level witchcraft that we are teaching on a 
on a grade level education for little kids, and we're, we're dumbing it down. We're dumbing down devil worship. The Bible is very plain about wizardry and witches and spells and hexes and demons. It's very, very plain. And so it's not that I took on Harry Potter. It's that I took on the whole establishment of the occult. But people want to say, oh, yeah, he's just fighting against Harry Potter because it makes me sound more fantastical. It makes me sound more ridiculous. But at the end of the day, I'm just taking on witches in general because I've seen the power that they have. Now, the, the people that are witches that are adult witches, you just can't let them live and live their own life? <laughs> you know what? They can live and live their own life all they want to, but it's when they begin to infiltrate churches. It's when they begin to put okay. you and others at risk with all of their nonsense. Can you talk about the witches in your church? Because I've seen some videos of people that are calling you out on it. And- oh, yeah. They're call- they, they thought I should have never said nothing. You know, they're like, oh, yeah, why can't you just love the witches? Let them be there for deliverance. Mm-hmm. Well, if they came for deliverance and prayer, I would have gladly administered that. They came for the purpose of sowing discord. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to go into the names. I didn't even do no, it on no, the main no. thing. I, but the I, six I witches, four of them were men. Two, I mean, uh, four more women, two of them were men. We were exactly right about every one of them. I publicly called them out generically. We privately kicked them out, uh, you know, name by name, person by person, every one of them. We were right about all of them, and they had already begun to wildly uh, get into some uh, other people's marriages and just a lot of things that I'm not going to talk about on the air, but we were right about it 100%. And everybody's like, why would you kick out members? They weren't members. They were sent here on assignment. We don't even have a formal membership, you know. They were sent here, and they were around for a few weeks, some of them several months, six to eight months, in fact, and really sowed a lot of discord and a lot of problems, and that was their main goal. And so, you know what? When I found out about it and and other people had been coming to me saying, Pastor, something's wrong, and then after the fact, we began to connect the dots, and we were exactly right. We went to every one of them privately and kicked them all out and said, you're not welcome to come back. You can go to the church down the road if they want all that witchery nonsense, but we don't. And so as a shepherd— Sometimes you have to run the wolves out, and if that makes me hated by everybody else, it's okay. It makes me loved by the sheep because they know that I will be willing to look like a jerk to the world so I can protect the rest of the people that come to our church. Uh, A listener asked me to ask you about Satanists coming into schools to combat the religious groups. When I think about it, I mean, it's happening at an all-time high. I mean, they are definitely coming in. Oh, 100% they're coming in. They have their own little Bible, air quotation, groups, if you will. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, the Satanists are coming in. Uh, I, I I'm amazed to to see how how things pro, uh, progress in America. I've been I've been clean and sober now for uh, close to 25 years, mm. and I hear people talk about this California sober where you can drink beer and smoke weed. Is that what they're doing with this religion now? Is that what they, they're kind of dumbing down or they're watering down the religion to where you can follow it kind of but not really? Yeah, yeah, I think they're just making it a free-for-all, you know, take it or leave it, case or sera type of deal, yeah, California sober type of thing. But, you know, look, at the end of the day, people can disagree with me all they want to, but I wouldn't be much of a believer if I didn't actually believe the things that I say, right? Jesus said in John 14, 6, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. And so I tell people, look, there's only one way to the kingdom, and it's Jesus. There's no way around that. But here's the beautiful thing about Jesus. He hated established religion. Religion killed Jesus, okay? They did not kill Jesus because of what he did. They killed Jesus because of what he said. He was a threat to the religious and the political establishment. And so I hate religion. We should all hate religion because religion is man-made. It's man trying to figure out how to balance God, right? But Christianity is not me trying to figure out God. It's the fact that God's already got me figured out. He knows I'm a 
crap ton of a mess, and yet he loves me anyhow. You know, that's Christianity. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, they are trying to dumb down religion. They're trying to dumb down Christianity, spirituality, whatever you want to call it. But at the end of the day, God's not a religionist. God is a man of relationships. He cares about the individual, not the rules, not the regulations, not all the nonsense that keeps people in bondage. He's a freedom-giving God, not a bondage-giving God. Does that make sense? Yes, sir. Yes, sir, it does. Uh, I want to ask you, uh, I have a story coming up, and we're going to do it after you're gone, uh, about this swimmer at the universe, I, I believe at Yale or Penn, <laughs> yeah. at Penn, who just won the national championship. A male swimmer who's swimming on the female's team because he's, quote, unquote, she is transgender. Where do you stand on that? Are people trying <laughs> to play God now with this trans uh, yes. movement? It's, a, it's unbelievable nonsense, and the real nonsense is people are playing along. If we would stop playing along, they would quit doing all this mess. It's so foolish. They should strip this man of any medal that he has and not let him race against women. It's it's unnatural it's unfair. From my point of view, it's a thousand percent unbiblical. You know, one of the huge fights we got into in 2017 was when I did the the, the uh, Target transgender bathroom deal. I'm like, good grief. Now we've raised a generation of people that don't even know what bathroom to use. I mean, this is totally asinine at this point. I mean, we've gone over the top and we keep playing these games. You know, I want you to use my proper pronoun. I'm like, use your proper pronoun. Are you, are you kidding me? This is This is gone far beyond anything we could ever imagine. And the church is playing along, and I'm like, y'all are crazy. Y'all can play along all you want to, but I'm not playing these games. Well, I took it on before you did, Pastor. Amen. Uh, <laughs> uh, it was 2008. I was doing a radio show in Sacramento, and there was a story about a young man who wanted to go to his elementary school and wear a dress. Now, me being a proud Southerner living in California, and that's sin pit, uh, <laughs> um, I said, if that was my son, Arnie Jr., and I don't have kids, thank God, uh, I would throw a shoe at him. That's all I said. If my son, yeah. if my son came into, and it just so happened to be back when they were known as Glad before they yeah. decided to, you know, they took the rainbow first, which is God's signature, and then yeah. they they did this, and I was demonized. I was I was eviscerated. We lost to sponsors. We I we oh, had yeah. to have transgenders on, and this is two thousand eight. This is before Caitlyn. Oh yeah, you start saying that stuff these days, man. They'll they'll burn your house down. It's crazy. I I, I mean, like it, it it's it's refreshing to hear your your sermons are not for everybody, though. No, they're not. They're not. They're not for everybody. But that's okay. You know, I tell people, look, we have to speak the truth in love. Yeah, I got to be a little bit abrasive, it seems, but it's because you know I love people. I do have kids. I have six of them. Crazy things, as a matter of fact. <laughs> I love them, so I tell them the hard truth, and people don't want to hear the hard truth. But we are right now in a space where if we do not fix a lot of this nonsense and playing these games, then I'm telling you the next generation is going to be so clueless and so confused, they're not going to know what to do with themselves. Suicide is going to be at an all-time high, and it's going to be this generation that fostered it. What's next for you? You know, I mean, we're growing so exponentially at our church, and our ministry is growing so much. I could travel literally every single day. I just don't. I'm down to about – you know, once a week and, you know, every night again, twice a week, we just put out three, you know, best-selling books on Amazon over the course of the last year. I'm working on the fourth and the fifth one right now. I mean, we're just going, going, going. We, we got into full blown. This is when the whole witch thing started. You know, we got into mm -hmm. full blown deliverance at our church and it has been the most critical thing that I've ever preached on. But I'm like, come on, this is what Jesus did more than anything else in his whole ministry. So we started a whole Sunday night service 
and people fly in literally from around the world just for deliverance and and healing and prayer and it's beautiful to watch so i don't know what's next i'm really just holding on for the ride you know we went from a you know a 300 seat auditorium to a 3000 seat tent in a matter of two years we've baptized 3200 converts in 22 months and so it's it's been a wild ride but it's been beautiful to watch. I, I call it brutal. It's been brutal and beautiful all at the same time because we do have a lot of hate. I mean, Vice is here. MTV's always here. CNN, Fox News, Washington Post was here last week. I mean, everywhere we turn, you know, there's a camera in our face and everybody's trying to demonize us and vilify us for simply preaching the truth. You know, I'm the redneck renegade that never closed his church. Well, I'm never going to apologize for that. I dug my heels in. We took our stand and God blessed us for it. And so I'm praying now that some pastors will get a backbone and stand up and say, you know what, enough's enough. Now, I've got one more tough question for you. Okay, yeah. This tough one, it comes from a friend of mine, and she asked, why does terminal illness exist? And I have seen your videos about kids with autism, and they've been called demons. Do you really believe that kids with autism are demons? <laughs> Absolutely not. That was wildly taken out of context. What okay. I said in the, in the video, because I was preaching on demonology, is that, look— don't just let a doctor call everything autism. Don't just medically diagnose. What if there is a chance that your kid could be afflicted by a demon? What if it is caused by what the Bible clearly teaches, a spirit of infirmity? What if, okay, if somebody has cancer, let's pray for them. They either get healed or they don't. But what if that cancer is caused by a spirit of infirmity? Well, why don't we cast out that spirit of infirmity and then see if we can pray for their healing? That's where I went with that. So does terminal illness happen? Absolutely it does. Matter of fact, there's a time in the Bible when the word of God says, you know, who sinned, this man or his parents? And Jesus said, nobody sinned. This sickness is for the glory of God, that the glory of God may, or that God may be glorified. And so, yeah, there's times that God will use sickness in people's lives. But I also readily believe there is times that sickness is a result of something that we've opened ourselves up to, and God can bring about healing. And so everybody that tried to demonize me for demonizing children need to understand that that is not at all what I said. I made my, my statement very, very plain. And since then, there's parents on both sides of the, of the spectrum, as it were, both sides of the fence. And we've had people by the dozens and dozens bring autistic children to our church just so we can simply pray for them. And so they, they have this idea that we're handling snakes and you know calling kids demons, but that's not the facts. There's times that people are afflicted by the enemy. Even the apostle Paul said he was afflicted with a sickness in his eyesight by the devil himself. So if Paul said it, I have to believe it, right? It's in the Bible. Sure. But that doesn't mean that everybody that struggles with sickness is under some demonic influence or demonic attack. Did you Have you ever been to a snake handling church? Oh, absolutely not, and I don't want to be at one. Man, but I'll my, tell you one thing. My, my I go to a snake handling me. church before I went to a spider handling church. I promise you that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my dad had the opportunity, and he didn't want to go. And I was like, come on, let's experience it all, Dad. <laughs> um, uh, before I let you go, how can people – get get to watch your say are, are you online do you do you broadcast do you stream your your sermon we do yeah we, we actually have the largest church stream in america and so if they just go to my facebook page pastor greg lock there'll be a, a blue check mark there's a lot of fakers but it'll be l-o-c-k-e pastor greg lock with a blue check mark we stream to our facebook page as well as the global vision bible church page and then also pastor greg lock on uh youtube and uh, that one will pop up we stream on uh, telegram and so we, ha we have a huge streaming ministry. They can go to uh, either Global Vision BC, like Bible Church, globalvisionbc.com, or pastorlock.com. All right. Well, Pastor Lock, I'm going to let you go. I just want to say thank you so much. And by the way, when you said that you were coming after those witches, 
and their little dog, too. I have to say that was probably the, one of the greatest lines I've ever heard in my life. And I play it on my show all the time because I thought that guy right there is a showman, too. And I like that. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh, you you got to put a little pizzazz in there sometimes. You do. Uh, Pastor Locke, you are welcome on this show anytime. Uh, I, I I hope that you had a good time with the interview. Absolutely. And, and uh, God bless you and keep up your good work. God bless you, man. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you, Pastor Greg Locke, everybody. Holy shit. How great was that? Man. I grew up Sancho religious Pentecostal household as a child. I was not allowed to view uh, secular media. I was not allowed to participate in Halloween. Uh, you get the idea. Oh, I didn't read this. I'm sorry, Christopher. I didn't get a chance to read this because we were just going there. Uh, let's see. Magic is strategy card game. No gambling involved. It's not satanic at all. Now as an adult, I go out and play with other guys at local game store. It's a full <laughs> of smelly virgins and card game. Why? Is, my question is, don't we get a little overzealous sometimes when it comes to shutting out the rest of the world? I would say, I, I don't know how it is. Christopher, I promise next time, next time I will answer that. I, I will ask him that. But there you go. So I, I hope you guys in, enjoyed that. Whew. Man, oh, man, that guy. I tell you what, Pastor Greg Locke is a very passionate man. And we brought up the fact that the, the swimmer, um, hold on. Let me let me find the swimmer story. Boy, he was ready. He was ready for me on that fucking on on the fish on the on the the shellfish question, because it's in Leviticus. It says you're not supposed to eat anything that doesn't have scales or fins. Everybody saying great interview. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Uh, Brady Kid says we're going. <laughs> I would I would go to I I would go watch one of his sermons. Uh, Andrew says that was amazing. That was great. Loved him. Best thirty minutes of radio I've heard in years. He was awesome. Applause, Arnie. Thankfully, a good interview. Truthfully, a good interview. Thank you very much. Hangdown Jen says applauding and fire. Awesome. That was great. Sounding like a pro, big guy. I didn't want to bring up the whole cultural law versus moral law, coming from a cultural historian. Shellfish is too delicious not to eat, damn it. You're damn right it is. Take me with you if you go see this guy. I, I, I Look, man, I'll go, I, I would go see him. I got I got to say, though, like, like you know, I I asked him the questions. I asked him about the autism thing, and that was that was a big one. When, when I saw the video and he says, your kid's a demon, I was like, holy shit. But, man, I got to say, all in all, not bad. Not bad. I, I I had I had the witches guy on the show. Man, oh man. Yeah, we're gonna have him on again. We're definitely gonna have him on again. That that was awesome. Um, but yes, uh trans swimmer Leah Thomas set another record at the NCAA championships. Mainly because Leah Thomas is still a dude. Come on. Come on. When are we going to finally put our feet down and say no? I don't know who the best player in college basketball is right now. But can you imagine if he went to a woman's team 
if he decided to start playing for the ladies' team at whatever school he was at, come on. Let's see, seven deadly sins. Sin, pride, envy, gluttony, greed, lust, sloth, and wrath. Uh, I get what y'all are saying about the, the, the God being a jealous God and all that kind of he read the first testament. See what they'll do to false idols. I mean, that's no news, really, is it? Is it that that God in the Bible is a jealous God? God in the Bible would be homophobic. If you looked what he did to Sodom and Gomorrah. But enough God talk today. We we've done that. Um This whole idea, and, and by the way, this is just the beginning. That's full-blown witchcraft. <laughs> you know, the Wizard of Oz, the wizard, <laughs> and your little dog, too. Uh... When, when, when are we just going to say, okay, men are just going to invade all the women's sports? I mean, first of all, women's sports might be worth watching again or for the first time. But then you have to remember, well, these are guys that couldn't make it in the guys league. So why are we watching them here? This is why I don't understand. And I, I understand that people love football. And they can't get enough football, 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 football. I can't stand the USFL. I can't stand the Canadian League. Do you want to know why? Because those guys aren't good enough to be in the NFL. Why do I want to waste my time on guys that can't be in the NFL? Because it's football? Hmm. Like, if, if it was strike football and it was scabs, I'd watch the NFL. Because it's still the NFL. But the idea that we're allowing these trans athletes, and by the way, why do we have to call them trans athletes if they haven't gotten the surgery yet? Oh, because they're transitioning? I don't like that. I don't like that at all. It's eerie how calming his voice can be. Yeah. You still watch Dallas? If, if Dallas is on, I'd watch it. Yes. To all the people who voted for Biden and now complaining, shut the fuck up. Huh? Oh, uh, let's see. Douglas, it's just a double... Uh, uh, that was the Old Testament. When the New Testament was made, the relationship between God and humans changed. That's how I grew up learning. Yeah, oh yeah. The New Testament is the fun. The, the, that, that, that's not, you know, him sending Loki in to, you know, destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. 
You know, there there were no 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 storms of locusts. It didn't rain frogs ever in the New Testament. You didn't have to to murder one of your your goats or one of your lambs and put the lamb of the blood the blood of the lamb on your door. That way, your firstborn wouldn't die. Uh, just my platform on this trans issue. Well, Joe Biden didn't really have anything to do with the trans issue. <laughs> Steph says, hey, Brad, I'm fairly certain I'm the only Biden supporter here. What did I do? Uh, but once again, we're going to we're we're we're. <laughs> And by the way, this guy isn't the only swimmer. There's a guy from Yale. And, and I'm sorry that I'm calling them guys. I'm, I'm not trying to be a dick here. But come on. Uh, I strongly disagree with you on this, Arnie. Semi-pro football is fun to watch because football is a great game. I have fun watching college sports. Minor league baseball is a great way to spend the afternoon. Why do you hate semi-pro football? Well, because there's a difference. Minor league baseball, some of those guys... If you're watching AAA, a majority of those guys are going to make it the big leagues. Okay, so you're seeing the best athletes. You're not seeing the best, but you're seeing somebody who will be in that elite group. The USFL, the whatever the fucking WWE League is, Canadian League, these are guys that will never be in the NFL. College sports is great because a lot of those guys will be in the NFL, and I can watch that. But guys who are never going to be in the NFL or if only one guy out of the league makes it there, that's pretty much like no guys making it there. And I just, I, I, I find the football to be not that well played. The players aren't as fast as the other guys. The quarterback's arms aren't as strong as the other guys. I just don't enjoy it. That's why I don't like it. I'm not saying get rid of it. I'm just saying I don't watch it. Summertime's for baseball, not football. Oh, let's see. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. I, okay, Steph, you owe me gas money. <laughs> Remember when Biden took office and signed all those executive orders? I'm sure the trans issue was one of them. God exhibits holy jealousy because our love and adoration rightfully belong to him. Girl, I owe myself gas money. Uh, aren't dogs the coolest? It's all good, Brett. I was just having fun. Yes, dogs are pretty cool. Are you still a Biden supporter? That's an interesting question. I mean, look, here, here's the thing. He's the president of the United States. I'll, I'll say what Brian Cranston said about Donald Trump. I don't want Joe Biden to fail. I don't. I'm not rooting for Joe Biden to fail. Because if Joe Biden fails, that means America fails. You can dislike him all you want. I don't know if anybody out there dislikes him more than me or Tommy. And Brett, she doesn't need to stop supporting him. If that's who she wants to support, she can support him. You see, on this show, we aren't going to call people out for who they support and who they don't support. It's okay. Okay. 
hey, it, I'm, I'm just happy you went out and voted. That's the main thing. I want people to go out and vote. Like the 81 million that voted for Joe Biden. Wink, wink. I asked someone who voted for Biden that the other day, and he got really mad at me. He wouldn't answer it. No, he did answer it then. And that's a no. He doesn't still support him. Uh, I'm with you and Tommy. <laughs> Look, I, I, I don't like the man, but the problem is, is that we have to, as, as president, still want him to fucking succeed because if he doesn't succeed, we lose. I don't want to, I, I don't ever root against America. I mean, I root against some teams because they're playing against Oklahoma or Texas A&M, but whenever a team is playing against America, I never root for them. Not even Ireland. See, this is the thing that, that's separating us as a society. Or you got to stop supporting that person. No, you don't have to stop supporting that person. You can support that person. But be honest about them. Now we're in a shit show. <laughs> uh, she spoke up here and hit me up first, so I answered all good. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm not going to tell people who they can and can't support and be on this show. It's fine. You want to support Joe Biden, you go right ahead. Now, I'm going to say some really disparaging things against Joe Biden. If you continue to listen, then more power to you. As if I listened to a show and they were to put down Donald Trump while he was president, I probably wouldn't listen anymore. So you're a better person than me. I could say uh, you should have stopped supporting Trump. We all have our views and our reasons for who we choose politically. I get what's what it's like to have a president in the White House who you disagree with on a passionate level. The cool thing about being American and human is we can have different views and should be able to handle it appropriately. Oh, amen to that. If I didn't have a pinch of snuff in my hand, I'd hit the applause button, but I got a dip in, so hold on a second. Uh-huh. Put that right there, and then hit this for Stephanie. This one. Correct the mundo. This is what I'd like to see. I'd like to see some some civil discord. We can disagree with each other, and we can still be friends. Isn't that weird? You see, over the past six or seven years, we haven't been allowed to do that. If you like Donald now, now, now look, look, I'm going to pick on the Dems first, and then I'm going to come over to the, 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 the Lib side. Oh, wait, somebody's calling me. Hey, hold on one second. I got to plug the phone back in. I got to plug this phone in. All right, you're on the air. Who's this? Hey, this is Brett. I had to call in instead of typing away all day. I wanted to say that I made a comment about Biden. Stephanie chimed in saying she's defending him and this and that. But then I then I called her back and said, okay, I here's my opinion on that. But then she got offended. That's the problem with America is people She didn't are get saying, offended. Well, she she got she got upset that I I called her out. Wait, wait, wait. Well, I I'm looking at it right now. Where she okay. says, hey, Brett, I'm fairly certain I'm the only Biden supporter here. What I do? is After that, though, now she's like, the point is she has to defend herself. But I'm saying, and then she, it, it's not like 
just stand by your vote, but no, own what Biden did. Don't try and get offended. This is what's going on in America. Own your vote and own the actions instead of pushing back and getting offended and hurt feelings. Just say, yeah, you support Biden, and he and, and he sucks right now. Own what you did. She has. Uh, now, now she's offended. It sounds like she's getting offended online. I'm well, I, I mean, I'm, I'm reading. I'm, I'm, Brent. Well, I'm she, looking at her posts right now. It says, like I could say you could stop supporting Trump. We all have our views and our reasons for who we choose politically. I get what that's like to have a president in the White House who you disagree with on a passionate level. The cool thing about being American and human is we can have different views and should be able to handle it appropriately. Where is she offended? No, above that, though, she got upset about because I aren't I, dogs I never, the coolest. No, wait, wait. I see. I never the girl. Is, I owe myself gas money. No, wait, wait. I didn't even call her out. She said, I said, I don't like Biden. And then she says, I'm a Biden supporter. Like she, and then it went down. It got sideways there. And I'm just saying, like, then she went after me. I didn't even call her out. That That's what the problem is, that I think, in America is. Well, wait, because wait a I, second. You, you did call out all Biden supporters. Yeah. To all the yeah. people who voted for Biden and now complaining, shut the fuck up. Yeah. And she hasn't she, complained about it. She asked, what did she do wrong? And I she said, didn't get upset. Didn't I said you didn't do anything wrong. My point is like that she. I said I don't like Biden in general. Then she went after me. I get that in real life. I tell. Where people, did she go after you? Just, just addressing me. He just went after me like she was offended. That's, she I, was I, not I, offended, Brett. Brett, okay. I'm looking at the chain right here. Unless you're on the phone with her and she said that you're offending me, she's not offended. She even states up here at the top. Where I'm talking now, I'm not offended at all. I don't think he's fucked up, so I'm not upset about it. Yeah, my point is, I I say something in general. All right, thanks, can't... Brett. I appreciate it. I, I I can't go on with that anymore. No, uh uh-uh. uh, uh uh, uh uh, uh uh, uh uh. If you want to know who called you out, Brett, I called you out. When you said shut the fuck up, no, I don't want people to shut the fuck up. I want people to have talks. Because, see, I was asked this a long time ago in radio by two idiots, two morons, who go by the name of dog shit and jerk off. Now, if you were to go up to somebody who's successful in their line of work and you asked them what the secret was, wouldn't you pay attention? If you were to go to Magic John or Michael Jordan and say, what is the secret to you being so good? And he'll probably tell you hard work. Okay? You told Biden supporters to shut the fuck up. I have Biden supporters that listen to this show. Brett? The most important thing that we can do as a people, why I was successful in radio, is because I listen. How much did I get from Greg Locke? I've gotten two weeks worth of fucking ammunition to use on this show. I have all kind of fun drops like... And your little dog, too. Why? Because I listen. This is what we need to do as a people. When the hand goes up, the mouth goes shut. Somebody's talking, you listen to them. Maybe 
you'll have an epiphany and go, oh, okay. But see, that's the problem in America is we don't listen anymore. We try to shout one another down. I will be the first one to tell you that words matter. When you're saying things, because they do. Listen, this is why I encourage people to talk to people of different political assuasions. Now, I had this for a long time with Chris Payne, but he got to the point where he was just browbeating me down. And I said, whoa, that's enough. He stopped listening. When people stop listening and they start talking at you, they're not trying to get you to change. They they aren't there to change hearts and minds. They're to tell you they're right and you're wrong. Telling Biden supporters to shut the fuck up is the same as those yammering anti-First Amendment buffoons at the universities. The same. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I get a big picture. Are you saying I should not be upset about the male women winning in female sports because I voted for Biden? I still don't know what Joe Biden has had to do with this swimmer. Like, I'm lost. I mean, if you, you everybody wants to say the, the president doesn't have anything to do with gas prices. The president doesn't have anything to do with the swimming in NCAA at all. My only issue is people who complain about issues caused by Biden but uh, still support Biden. Transgenderism, if you didn't hear the interview that I just did with Pastor Greg Locke, You want to get to the transgender battle? I'm a fucking trailblazer. 2008. Okay? That's 14 years I've been battling this. He took it on in 2017. It's been around before Biden. It's one of these locomotives that that has just gathered steam and gathered steam and gathered steam and gathered steam. And now it's running amok. Because... Americans have let it run amok. Do you want to know why Americans have let it run amok? Because they don't want to be fucking called names. Look, you want to deem me an anti-trans person? I don't give a fuck. Whatever fucking name you want to call me, you go right ahead. I don't think it's right that a 20-year-old man who swam for the men's team last year is now swimming for the women's team because he identifies as a woman. Is he going to identify as a woman when he gets out of college? Or is he going to have, oh, well, I came to my senses. Then what? See, see, this is what you got to look at. You got to look at the big fucking picture. What happens when either this guy or the guy from Yale decides, hey, I'm going to go back to being a man. Do, do the do the records go back to the female before or do they stay with this one? Because 
if you look at the Olympics, because once again, this locomotive we're on, it says in the 1976 Olympic Games, Caitlyn Jenner won the men's decathlon. There was no human being on the planet named Caitlyn Jenner in 1976. But you see, if we were to say that, we hate transgenders. And once again, nothing to do with Joe Biden. I would bet if if I was a gambling man, and I'm not because I'm not good at it, I would bet that Joe Biden, this is the same guy, this guy right here who said, We already have a nigger mayor. That, that guy right there, this guy who said this. This country is doomed. It is doomed, not just because of African Americans, but because... By 2040, this country is going to be minority white European. What do you really think Joe Biden thinks of transgenders? This is good time Joe we're talking about here. This is the guy who used to throw the congressional fucking drinking parties and have the lampshade on his head. You're going to tell me that I promise you, the president has a big stick. He is going to be empathetic. I'm sure he's used the phrase shim, he, she, and it. By the way, all bad things to call a transgender person. Believe me, I know. Well, I've been a longtime libertarian, but disdain for the Democrat Party can Newsom Biden has made me look at the GOP in a different light. I still think that the Republican Party is trash. I just think they have a better chance of bringing the country back to the center. That's all I want. Well, I guess I'm just worthless today. I'm assuming I missed the interview with his pastor. Yep. Fucking VA hospital and their bullshit. I missed it. Hey, Fred, no worries. It will go up as soon as the show's over. Go to Hour 2, right at the beginning of Hour 2, and that's where the interview starts. ArnieRadio.com. Maybe I wouldn't be. Uh, I, Cowboys Girl says I'm anti-trans. Maybe I wouldn't be if they didn't respect, disrespect women so much and push their community onto us. It's mental illness. It used to be deemed a mental illness in this country. Now it's not. Okay, let's see something here. Let's see. All right, on January 20th, 2021, this is one of two executive orders that was signed. Um, Executive Order 13988 states that all persons should receive equal treatment under the law regardless of their gender identity or sexual orientation. Additionally, on March 8th, 2021, President uh, Biden issued Executive 1401, that state students should be granted a guaranteed an educational environment free from discrimination based on sex. 
So what that is is allowing kids to go to school who are trans. Not to participate in sports. That was the school board. First place it happened was in Connecticut. Before Joe Biden was president. Track and field. Hey, I've been following this story. You want to go down this road with me? I'll go down this road. That executive order says kids should be able to get an opportunity of education. Now, what doesn't go along in that is this. If your kid goes to school, and they will go to school, the school can't kick them out. The school can't say no, all that kind of stuff. Now, we can debate that. We can go over that. But once again, this is where the country closes its eyes. And this is where the trans people close their eyes. And they say it's hate. It's not hate. It's a consequence. Kids make fun of other kids. Kids are the worst people on the face of the earth when it comes to making fun or asking questions. Okay? That's a consequence. That kid isn't a hate monger. That kid is a kid. That's what happens. Uh, let's see. Uh, title... Seventh reason because of sex covered discrimination based on gender identity, da da da. Uh, exec- education amendments of 1972, which he was a senator probably during that, but not a, the president. And policy binder guaranteed the educational environment free from discrimination based on sex, including discretion in the form of sexual harassment, which is accompanied with sexual violence and includes discrimination based on sexual orientation or gender identity. Um, let's see. I've never been a big fan of corned beef and cabbage. That's why I didn't make it. Went with beef tacos instead because tacos are always good. Uh, on a completely different note, I'm doing St. Patty's dinner for my family. Got corned beef in the crock pot, potatoes prepped to bake, cornbread made from scratch, and just got to get the cabbage to saute later. Ugh. You didn't get attacked for sharing an opinion or making You told Biden, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. We aren't going to turn you into the victim now. You told Biden supporters to shut the fuck up. That's all you wrote. Oh, sautéed cabbage is amazing. No, it's not. That's the devil. If I know anything about the devil, and I I think I know a little bit about the devil, especially having the good pastor on the show today. By the way, I asked him about Fauci because Douglas sent me a a story about Anthony Fauci. I'll do this story, then we'll take a break. Fauci insists the new variant means we just can't say we're done. Oh, he needs to remain in the spotlight. There's a new strain, the B1.2 variant. It's seeing increased cases everywhere. Oh, it's back. Put the masks back on. By the way, you will never get Americans to wear a mask again. I'm, I'm just telling you the truth. 
If Disneyland closes again, you're going to see me on the news. I, I figured as much, Ogre. But I, I, I think that with where we are as a society, especially monetarily right now, we're about to hit a recession. I mean, the inflation's so bad, we're about to hit a, hit a recession. And if you're going to tell businesses to shut down again, I think businesses are going to say, uh, how about you get a nice big glass of fuck off? Hmm? Alicia's with me. She says, I'm with Douglas Steph. Don't trip. I absolutely do not want anyone to feel that they can't express their opinions or thoughts that may be different from the rest. This is how we learn and grow from each other. Hey, hey, let's see. Why was my comment repeated three times? Which one? Which comment? That you're anti-trans? I only said it once. Oh, Steph's calling. Hold on a sec. Hold on one second here. Let me uh, unplug this phone and plug this other phone in. Hold on if you can hear me. I'm plugging this phone in now. And ladies and gentlemen, Stephanie is on the phone. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, what's hey, up? Hey, I just I just wanted to remind everybody that ECV Gary touches children. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> oh my god. Well, that 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 just clears up everything. Yeah. Oh, my let's, God. Let's that go was, back to ECV Gary yeah, and hating him. Let's okay, pick thanks. on him. Yeah, we, we don't hate you. We love you. You have a good day. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs> oh, man. All right. That's going to do it for this segment. Oh. Oh, man. No, he was charged and in prison. Okay. All right. Well, he's there then now. All right. You guys know the phone number. Fucking A.
showers, then it's gonna be quick. I know you made up in the jail before. Suck my dick, and all the motherfuckers you run with get done with. Dumb quick. How the fuck you gonna poke the dog with some bum shit? I they go to gun click. Now I'm one one shit, all over some dumb shit. Ain't that some shit? And niggas remind me of a strip club. Cause every time you come around, it's like what? I just gotta get my dick sucked. And I don't know who the fuck you think you talking to, but I'm not him. I explain to watch what you do, or you gon' find yourself buried next to someone else. And we all thought you loved yourself, but that couldn't have been the issue. Or maybe they just saying that now 'cause they miss you. Shit, a nigga tried to diss you. That's why you laying on your back, looking at the roof of the church. Preacher telling the truth and it hurts. Y'all gon' make me lose my mind. Up in here, up in here. Y'all gon' make me go all out. Up in here, up in here. Y'all gon' make me act a fool. Up in here, up in here. Y'all gon' make me lose my cool. Up in here, up in here. Off the chain, I leave niggas soft in the brain. This nigga still wants the fame. Off the name. First of all, you ain't rap long enough to be fucking with me. You. So whatever it is you puffing on, I got you thinking that you Superman. I got the kryptonite, should I smack him with my dick in the mic? Y'all niggas characters, it's not even good actors. What's gonna be the outcome? Mm. It's out of all the factors. You act, you twist it, your girl's a hoe. You broke, the kid ain't yours, and everybody knows. Your own man say you stupid. You be like, so I love my baby mother, I never let her go. I'm tired of weak ass niggas whining over foot that don't belong to them. Fuck is wrong with them? They fuck it up for real niggas like my man's in them who get it all from the strip for the hands with them. Man, y'all gon' make me lose my mind. Up in here, up in here, y'all gon' make me go all out. Up in here, up in here, y'all gon' make me act a fool. Up in here, up in here, y'all gon' make me lose my cool. Up in here, up in here, I bring down rain so heavy it hurts the head. No more talkin'. Put 'em in the dirt instead. You keep walking, unless you're trying to end up red. 'Cause if I end up dead, I end up dead. 'Cause you just soft type nigga, fake up north type nigga, pushed like a soft fight nigga. Dog is a dog, blood thicker than water. We done been through the mud and we quicker to slaughter. The bigger the order, the more guns we run out. When the finna, everybody come out. When the body burn out, send in the sun out. I'ma keep the gun out. Nigga running his mouth, I'ma blow his lung out. Listen, your ass is about to be missing. You know who gon' find you? Some old man fishing. Grandma wishing your soul's at rest, but it's hard to digest with the size of the hole in your chest. Y'all gon' make me lose my mind. Up in here, up in here. Y'all gon' make me go all out. Up in here, up in here. Y'all gon' make me act a fool. Up in here. Street, street.
dad's a vagina and your grandparents are cunts. Oh, man, I tell you what. Look, man, today's show is a downloadable, worthy show. I got to tell you, from, from, from what Stephanie Calden said and from what having Pastor Greg Locke on, if you are not a member at ArnieRadio.com, if you're not spending $2.99 a month, you are willing to miss this gold? While your favorite show takes yet another week off, who's here working? Me. Um, by the way, just to go back to something, I have yet to see an interview from Leah Thomas, but we have one. She was interviewed. Uh, by the way, the real national champion is a swimmer from the University of Virginia. Her name is Emma Wyant, and she, she was the winner. Because she finished in second place. So there you go. But but here is your first place, Leah Thompson speaking. How have you been dealing with that and reasoning with everything? I try to ignore it as much as I can. I try to focus on my swimming, uh, what I need to do to get ready for my races, and just try to block out everything else. What did that race mean to you? It's, it got me hard. To be here. I was harder than Superman's kneecap during that race. Boy, nothing better than beating a bunch of chicks. I'm sorry. I, I, I just can't anymore with this. This is just, this is so dumb. Speaking of dumb, did everybody get to see the story yesterday out of my home state of Texas? Yeah, it, it sounds like a dude. He looks like a dude. He sounds like a dude. He probably pees like a dude, which would make him a dude. I didn't originally want to do this story, and I didn't do it yesterday about these golfers that were killed in a car accident. Well, Brittany Briner has a deeper voice, though, but she's still vaginal and a woman and locked up in Russia right now. Um, the crash that killed, like, six members of, like, the golf team and their coach... The car that crashed into him, it was a truck, and it was driven by a 13-year-old boy. Now, they mention he's a Mennonite. I, I, I don't care about what religion is. I, I don't care about any of this. He's a 13-year-old boy driving a truck on a freeway in Texas, who, by the way, three months ago, Burned down his house. Now, oh yeah, oh it, oh it's all over the place because this was this this happened in Texas and and it happened out in West Texas. The kid's thirteen and he's driving. That that's never good. Look, look, I have to tell you a story about my dad. My dad made a huge mistake once. When I was eight, he let me drive home from the VFW. 
I got us home. I ran over a bunch of curbs and got yelled at, but I was eight. Is that what this was here? And we didn't, I mean, it literally, from from that VFW post, it, no matter if it's a block or if it's an inch, it was too far for an eight-year-old to drive. But it was literally under two miles. I still had to drive home, and it wasn't right. My dad even apologized to me later in life for that. This guy won't have that opportunity because he's dead, and so is his son. He accidentally burned down the family's home last year. The 13-year-old made some eggs and forgot about it. There you go. Uh, Crashes cars and burns down houses. Fuck me. Mennonite sound like a serious party. Animals are domestic terrorists. Take your pick. So he's disturbed young man. Hates his life because he's being raised Mennonite. I, I don't know if he hates his life because that. But, man, oh, man. Jesus. Jesus. What else is happening here on the Daily Mirror? Anything? Before I go into my other stories here. Spring breakers flash the flesh at raucous beachside parties after two years of COVID. What did you think they were going to do? Do you, do you not know what happens on spring break? Uh, I mean, spring break is just all spring break is is the world's biggest club, and it's known as Florida. And You're in a nightclub, for God's sake. What do you think is going to happen at a nightclub? People are drinking and doing drugs? Yeah. There are women there, and uh, and the people have guns. So, I, anyway, go ahead. And I know people in Florida got guns. I don't know why everybody's making such a big deal about this. Like, this is a, a surprise. Not a surprise. College kids want to blow off some steam, and they want to get drunk, and they want to have unprotected sex, and they want to fucking do all this kind of stuff. That's what spring break is. Good Lord. Yeah, boobies and boners on the beach, absolutely. So I guess there are bars in Sacramento that have these all-gender bathrooms and then men's bathrooms, but no women's-only bathrooms. That's weird. Hmm, that's strange. Clubs are strange. I'm too old to even think about going to clubs. By the way, I did mention it kind of in passing earlier that the New York Times has finally admitted that Hunter Biden's laptop is real. Beach, booze, boobies, boners, beautiful. And, of course, boning. Of course. New requirements for universities, mandatory chemical castration. Shit, that's what, they, you, you, that's what it makes it sound like. Oh, my God, college kids are going crazy. Yeah, every year before the pandemic, we did the same news stories. College kids are going berserk in Fort Lauderdale, like they do each and every fucking year. I don't get it. I don't get it. Why why is this a news story? This is not news to me. Mm -mm Mm-mm-mm. 
Oh, God. I gotta talk about this broad. Why do I gotta talk about her? I don't have enough on the laptop right now to talk about. I had it way back when, but he's the, the, this laptop's gonna... It should be the end of this presidency, but sadly, it probably won't. Pop star Lizzo, you know that fat piece of trash? Calls Texas' attempt to probe transgender medical procedures for minors child abuse. Stay out of my body. What she's talking about are these doctors that want to be able to work on children without parents' authority, even though the kids are like 12 years old. Now, I know for a fact that the Ass Family has a lot of parents out there. Ass Family parents. Alicia, I'm mainly asking, uh, I'll ask you, but uh, all you parents out there, would you allow your children to have a medical procedure without your knowledge of it if they're under the age of, I don't know, 15? Would you allow that to happen? Ogre says, fuck no. Fuck to the no. Nope, nope, nope. Hell to fuck no. And I already know where you're going with this. This whole idea that people want to put down the state of Texas for their bans on this transgender thing and allowing kids not to get procedures done without their parents' consent. I have a simple solution for Lizzo the pig. That's how we're going to refer to Lizzo now on this show. Because I, I, I back up what Ogre says. I am going to stay out of her body, no problem. My daughter is about to be 21, and I wouldn't allow her to her age. What is fuck no? Fuck no, I have seven uh, kids, all adults now, and they still are idiots. Um, hey, Lizzo, how about this? You, you gave your little keynote uh, speech at South by Southwest talking about how much you hate this state. I have got a simple solution for you. And this goes out to anybody who has a problem with how any state runs their business. It's the simple way of not doing business with them. If you hate Texas and their abortion laws, and I'm no fan of the abortion law, I'll tell you that right now, but you hate this law too and you're telling Texas, then don't ever come here. Stay out. Don't do business with the state of Texas. And tell your fans, if you're that important, Lizzo, See, I, I'm trying to go to their, their ego. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to question their ego here. If you're that important and you're that much of a deity and you have that much pull, I mean, you have the pull of a fucking moon because you're the size of one. But you could simply just tell all your fans, hey, I'm not coming to Texas because of these laws. Until you people change these laws, I won't come here. Problem is, Lizzo, you don't have that many fans. Oh, well, that sucks. So they aren't going to do that for you? Oh, man. 
So I guess you're never coming to Texas, even though you were just in Texas at South by Southwest. You see, the hypocrisy knows no limitations when it comes to celebrities espousing their stupid fucking political and spiritual views that they should keep inside. Stay out of my body. Gladly, hud. let, Let me just say this right now. I will happily stay out of whatever state you are in. She goes on to say it's a violation of human rights. Okay. All right. That's awesome. Oh, well, we have audio of this? Okay. Let's... Absolutely. <laughs> um, you know, I'm proud to rep Houston, but I'm not proud to rep Texan politics right now. Get and out. there are very Bye. aggressive laws being passed. Such as? We have um, a cast member named Jayla who she lives authentically as herself, as a trans woman. Okay. And they are taking away the right for young children to have a, a chance to live authentically as themselves. Nope. And it's, no, they're not. it's a violation of human rights. You're trans an idiot. rights are human rights. That's right. <laughs> I fucking hate morons. You know what? I would have thrown a donut on stage to throw her off. What are you talking about, Artie? Lizzo doesn't show up at all McDonald's take a 10% hit from her not eating in the state. If Lizzo and Artie are this, in the same city simultaneously, it could trigger a tsunami. So it, would, it, would, it, would, it would trigger... Uh, That would be a trigger for me. Let me just tell you that right now. If I knew she was anywhere near, Adam J. in the house. Adam J., oh, you missed the interview with Pastor Greg Locke, but it'll be up later. Douglas says, I was the youngest of seven. Needless to say, I only have one and may only have one additional. I am not as crazy as my parents are. (laughs) Now, look, man. Oh, and Lizzo wears these fucking revealing. Nobody wants to see that, hon. I'm glad that you're all proud of yourself and everything, but cover that shit up, man. Nobody wants to see that giant Tootsie Roll. Hell, I'm off Tootsie Rolls because of that now. Oh, poor Ron Jeremy. I say poor Ron Jeremy. Gonna work. Good morning, Zach. What's up, buddy? Um. Well, look at that porn star Ron Jeremy, who is sixty-nine. Yeah, and gross. Missed a court hearing and is ordered to mental health facility after he had a breakdown in his jail cell. When he didn't recognize his own lawyer and is on trial for 21 sexual assault charges. Oh, thank you, Douglas. You sent me the trailer for the new boys. Kick ass. Can't wait. Bales reported to the judge that they're having difficulty getting Jeremy from his cell. His attorney, and this is the perfect name for Ron Jeremy's attorney. 
Stuart Goldfarb says that he didn't even recognize him. I tried to get his attention, adding that his client didn't know who I was. Ron Jeremy is up on on so many. He faces 34 sexual assault charges. Oh, my God. And, like, I don't know if they're all going to pan out, but Jesus, Ron Jeremy. Oh, I mean, I didn't think that you could fall much further than your looks. But if this is true, oh, hedgehog. Come on. If he's having a mental health issue, does that mean he'll be released? Uh, Hashtag Juicy Smollett. Let Ron go. Let Ron go. (laughs) With that mask and his wild hair, he looks like a time-traveling mountain man or a retired Sith Lord. Yeah, Ron Jeremy is not looking. Ron Jeremy hasn't looked good for, I don't know, about the last 30 years. But the last three or four have been really rough. I mean, bad rough. Oh, gosh. Uh, no, he did not. He did come on, Arnie. That's why he's in jail. No, that's not why. Oh, man. Let's see. I don't even know why this is a fucking thing. Who, who, who what, what school was this? All right, you ready? You ready to get dumber? Now, hold on a second. Uh, let, let me get the right sound effects in place for this. Researchers and scientists are trying to translate pig grunts. They're translating pig grunts into actual emotions for the first time, in a breakthrough that could one day let us communicate with pigs. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. God have mercy on your soul. Why do we want to talk with pigs? Pigs are only going to say one thing. Stop fucking eating us. They want to translate pig grunts just by Lizzo's discography. I love this. Jeff the pig talks to me all the time, and I have no idea what he's telling me. Scientists say they have translated pig grunts into emotions for the first time. Researchers trained in artificial intelligence algorithm with 7,400 recordings of pig noises gathered throughout the life stages of 411 pigs including noises at slaughter. The algorithm could potentially be used to build an app for pig farmers that detects when the animals are happy just from the noise they're making. 
I would say as long as a pig is not sizzling, it is probably happy. Send me the link. Here you go. I'm going to put the daily. Here's the link right here. I'll put the link up here. There you go. Okay, wait. Don't want the slaughter noises. I can transplant pig legs to slaughter. Fuck, stop. Fuck, oh, God. Oh, oh, God. Ow, 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 ow. If you ask some women, they'll tell you to talk to pigs every day. Now we're going to get the real the real pigs of New Jersey. How about Andy Cohen do that show? We know what they're saying. We don't know what they're saying. Come on. How does... Uh, come on. They... They're not saying anything. They're grunting their pigs. That, that, that's what they're doing. It's like when people try to say, well, sharks don't like the taste of human beings. How do you know? Have you talked to one? Have you sat down and had a conversation with a shark and they said, oh, God, humans taste like shit? No. No. (laughs) Can't we employ Miss Piggy as a liaison specialist? I'll send you a video. Okay. All right, Steph. Steph has a pet pig. At least one I know of. Oh, oh by the way, by the way, I found an all-you-could-eat sushi place in Dallas last night. Sushi is expensive here. All-you-could-eat place is like 30 bucks. 30 bucks all you can eat sushi, I might do me some fucking damage. I might get fat. Oh, I got to figure out where. Oh, we're eating tacos today. I'm getting some burrito tacos today. Got to like that. By the way, people are calling that that poem that I that I played for you that Nancy Pelosi read earlier from Bono. People are calling it the worst poem of all time. <laughs> oh, did you cover the Chick Fil A story yet? Which one? Yes, I did cover the Chick Fil A story. Oh man, that's just fucking funny. I don't care who you are. This, this, I guarantee pigs can speak more coherently than Biden. Well, it, <laughs> I mean. The only way to spare more pain and more loss, the only way these millstones no longer mark our national mourning, these milestones, I should say, no, no longer mo- mark our national mourning. Did, did anybody get to see Joe Biden fuck up last night? Wait, hold on. I, 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 I can find this. Uh, Biden calls Putin. Let's see. Uh, new video. Is this when it, This is it right here. This is fantastic. This is Joe Biden being Joe Biden. Oh no! I, I don't want. 
I don't want the fucking Washington goddamn post. Oh, come on. There's got to be a better version of it than that. Okay, here we go. Maybe this one. All right, here we go. So somebody, somebody stop Josephine. There it is. See, okay, so it starts here. Hold on a second. Here it starts. Listen. No. Somebody stopped him and said, Joe, Joe, Joe. Joe, she said Putin is a war criminal. You got to go back and say, you've already said it once. Hey, 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 did you say that I, did you want me to call him? Oh, yeah, yeah, total war criminal, bad guy. Oh, Andy cheats at golf. You go, Robinette. There we go. There he is, President Robinette. It's tough Joe Robinette. Oh, that's so funny. Like, because he doubles back. That's the worst part, man. Like, he's walking by, and he doesn't give really the reporter the time of day. Here, I'll share it with you. It's at the very top. It's fucking fascinating to watch this. Are you willing to call him a war criminal? No. Keeps going, and then all of a sudden doubles back. Hey, hey, hey. Did you say if I was ready to call you? Oh, of course he's a war criminal. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He cheats in spelling bees, too. (laughs) I'm surprised Joe didn't say Putin doesn't take his trucks to Patriot Diesel and has the other guys install the floors at the Kremlin. (laughs) Oh, that's funny stuff right there. That's good, good shit. By the way... Who in the fuck is in charge of driving these fucking boats? These cargo boats. You remember last year? Was it was, didn't a boat get stuck in the Panama Canal? And now another evergreen ship gets stuck in Chesapeake Bay. The 1,096-foot-long ship called the Ever Forward ran aground in Chesapeake Bay after departing Baltimore. That was a Japanese-owned liner in the Suez Canal. Okay, okay. Okay, so Ever Forward is owned by the same company as Ever Given, which blocked the Suez Canal. So it's the same company. Who's running their boats? Like, like, hey, hey, dummies. <laughs> now it's never forward. Oh, my God. How fucking terrible is that? Hey, don't get your boat stuck. Yeah, you don't get your boat stuck. And then you get your boat stuck. You're like, Fuck. Can't just call some friends out there and get a six-pack. This is a gigantic fucking ship.
I know who runs those boats. Billy Carter, Roger Clinton, Meg Ryan, and Hunter Biden. <laughs> like, this is the first time I've ever, like, when it happened last year in the Suez Canal, it was fucking funny as shit to watch. You're, like, looking at it going, oh, that's a once-in-a-lifetime. Now this asshole in Chesapeake Bay gets stuck. Where's Captain Phillips when you need him? I am the captain now. Fucking one of the greatest scenes ever in all movies happens in that movie. When those Navy SEALs are on that boat, those those snipers, and they are ready to fucking shoot, when they are given an eyelash of a chance, you hear that Navy SEAL leader go, Execute. And they bust caps in them motherfuckers' heads. I may or may not know one of those snipers. I'll never ask him. I have a depth finder on my 21-foot bay liner. Maybe I should sell it to him. Uh, Douglas says, Steph, I got the email, but I can't make it that weekend. Otherwise, I would join. Well, there you go. Maybe another time. Maybe you can run together another time. You're running in spirit because I'm there in spirit running. I can't make it either because, well, I'm anti-running. Sanctuary workers teach orangutans that snakes are dangerous with hysterical performance using rubber serpents. Oh, boy. We got monkey video. Oh, man. Is any poop going to be flown? Flung. All right, so I'll watch this video. Let's see. What Here's a song about a brownie paper towel. I don't know. Brownie. Fuck brownie paper towels. They don't deserve a song. Yeah, my knees. Oh, God, they're they're terrible. Dang, anyone want to run, join the RTO? Is that the one where you run that marathon and it takes like fucking 24 hours? That thing's crazy. All right, so they're putting down some rubber snakes down. This is in Indonesia, Borneo. Same fucking shithole. All right, here, here come the orangutans. Oh, they see a snake. Oh, they're scared. Oh, the lady acted like she got bit. Orangutans are running for the hills. <laughs> no poop was flung. Why am I watching this video of orangutans eating stuff now? Spitting shit out. It's like watching Bubba try to eat cabbage. Oh, they threw a snake in there. That's me. Why are they torturing these poor monkeys? Monkey's sitting there fucking eating poop or eating something, and all of a sudden you bring a snake in there? Come on, now. Reply to the email you got and ask her. I'm sure it's fine, but I don't have a say. Uh, hey, Steph, I'll go if I can drive my quad. Uh, I'll dog sit for you while you run. Reno Tahoe Odyssey. Yeah, that's it. They, they, 
you run like like 400 miles or whatever, and you have like a team do it. Yeah. Somebody actually tried to talk me into doing that once. I was like, you're out of your fucking mind. You want me to run. And nobody's chasing me, and my life doesn't depend on it? Yeah, I ain't going to do it. I, I seriously laugh at treadmills when I walk by treadmills. I'm like, fuck. I don't like running to save my life. Why would I do it in my off time? But, hey, more power to your runners out there. Good for you. Keep it up. Yes, it's a run from Reno around Tahoe through Genoa, Carson City, VC, and back to Reno. Yeah, that's a big race. I don't even like. I I wouldn't even drive that far, but that's me. My sister just texted me that Biden's in the hospital. Is it because he couldn't stop Putin? Ha <laughs> uh, Let's see. Breaking news. Do we have any breaking news? No, nothing there on Fox. Uh huh. Let's see. Uh, TMZ. Well, TMZ. TMZ would have it. Uh, Stephanie has sent me the pig video. Anna Levine lists Ben Affleck's former estate. Nothing there. By the way, Pete Davidson is not going to fly in outer space. Look at him. He's becoming responsible because he has a family. Uh, I like to run outside. I can't do treadmills. I prefer to ride my bike. Uh, my reply was, is it because he's full of shit, but I love yours better? Ha ha, Putin. I, that, that's a joke that's going around right now. I haven't told it because I, I saw it on. If I see a joke on TikTok, I try not to use that one. But, yeah, that's a joke. Yeah, did you hear Joe Biden was sent to the hospital? Yeah, he couldn't stop Putin. There you go. What? Wait, what does this say? Mark Ruffalo, Leonardo DiCidio, Ben Stiller, and more stars signed letter protesting Canada gas pipeline. Hey, 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 Mark Ruffalo. Hey, Leonardo DiCaprio. Hey, all you fucking celebrities that make millions upon millions of dollars. Shut the fuck up. You can afford gas for your private planes, can't you? We'd like to go to our regular jobs and, I don't know, maybe see family every now and then and don't want to pay $9 a gallon for gas. How about this? Hey, Mark Ruffalo, how about you wipe that smug smirk off your face and shut the fuck up? I, I am, you know what, I, I'm about to go on a rant. I am about to going on a rant. Celebrities telling people and all this kind of shit and all this environmental shit, I have never flown on a private plane. How many times do you think Leonardo DiCaprio has? If he's truly at one with with wiping his footstep clean, why doesn't he travel like Greta on sailboats? Or maybe try, try traveling commercial. Oh, I know that, that that would be hard to do because you're so important and such a celebrity. <laughs> yeah, 
you know, back when I was growing up, celebrities were cool because you looked up to them because they they, they were on TV and they, they were cool. But the more you grew up, the more you found out how bad of people they, they'd become in some cases. Not all celebrities. But you hear these stories about these celebrities and you go, oh my God, I can't believe that. And now you have these people telling the Bank of Canada to shut down, do not fund that pipeline. Well, I imagine there are people in Canada that want to heat their homes and they want to drive their cars, eh? And I imagine the, the, the country of Canada would really like to make some money too. The, the, state, the, the, the country of Canada can't just go out and film another Avengers movie and make like $30 million. I mean, I don't even know why Mark Ruffalo is a fucking actor. He's ugly, and he's not that good at it. Leonardo DiCaprio, he's all right, but shut up. If you want to drive, hey, if you want to drive an electric car, you go right ahead. More power to you. I'm not going to tell you not to. I think you're a weird celebrity that's driving a fucking Toyota, but that's me. I'm just telling you right now, if I had Leonardo DiCaprio's money and his looks and all that kind of shit, the last thing I would ever care about is the environment. The only environment I worry about is my taint. And who's going to be playing with my taint that night if I'm Leonardo DiCaprio? Which yacht am I going to be on? I have nothing against Toyotas. Nothing at all against Toyotas. But, you know, I mean, you, you made $40 million in your last movie. Why don't you buy something cool? Get something cool. So I'm telling you this right now. If I had his money, I, I would have fucking a 22-cylinder car if I could have it. If I had Leo's looks and money, my dong would be like sandpaper from all the punani. I'd be admiral of every fucking tuna boat that went to the fucking pound town if I was Leonardo DiCaprio. But stop the oil. Shut up, dickface. And Ben Stiller getting into it, too. Who the fuck is Ben Stiller anymore? Does anybody even know Ben Stiller anymore? Oh, dear God. Now, see? You see? You motherfuckers out there. You motherfuckers. Let me just tell you something. I know when I'm right. That's most of the time when I open these two flappers right here. I'm just going to tell you that right now. I've been wrong once or twice. But I know for a fact that I've never been wrong about how sadistic dentists are. I'm so happy that all the teeth in my mouth are yanked out and I have fake teeth. Fucking hate the dentist. Because of stories like this. When I was was eight, 
had a cavity fucking filled. And they didn't use Novocaine. And they told me to be a big little boy. Verbatim. I had a doctor one time, quote unquote doctor, tell me that I had, uh, I needed a root canal that would have costed $1,600. I was ready to do it because I was in a lot of pain. And this is before my drug days, and I would have gotten good drugs from that. When instead, his, his uh, dental hygienist, who was a friend of a friend, said, Arnie, that's a wisdom tooth. Just have him pull it out. I did that. That pissed him off because that was only $200. The dude actually put his knee on my chest. Then there was a dentist in Sacramento who told me I needed to get a deep cleaning and he would make sure everything was all right. Everything is good to go. Never had a deep cleaning before. Didn't realize that you needed Novocaine for that. Okay. Let me let me gear up for these shots I'm about to take in the mouth. Oh, one more shot that they don't tell you about. That shot they give you in the roof of your mouth. As soon as that broad dug that fucking gigantic drill bit into my mouth, tears were flowing like the wine of Capistrano from my eyes. And as soon as she was done, I got up and I left. So it doesn't surprise me that Dr. Scott Shermoli of Grafton, Wisconsin, was recently convicted on five counts of health care fraud Faces up to 10 years in the big house. And I hope that the big house does some drilling on him. And I'm talking about the poop cavity. He was purposely breaking patients' teeth by drilling holes in them so he could add a crown. Oh, my God. Holy shit. That's a new level of evil. You're breaking your own patient's teeth? Holy shit! Hey, doctor. You're a cunt. Your dad's a vagina, and your grandparents are cunts. Boy, that escalated quickly. Yeah, it I mean, did. that really got out of hand it fast. It did. He billed more than $4.2 million for crowns in a three-year period. He's placed 95% more crowns than the average Wisconsin doctor. He faced his malpractice lawsuit where he uh, where 100 patients are suing him. It's pending due to the federal case. See, I'm just telling you, dentist evil. They get so mad because they can't make it through medical school that they just got a fe- feature on the mouth. Well, we're going to build the shit out of you for that. And by the way, hey, hey, no tall dentist out there. Oh, look at that. Look at that. I sent, oh, man. 
I, I sent the uh, pastor's people uh, a, a text message saying thank you so much for having him on the show. They just wrote back saying that's awesome. Really appreciate that. And he said you were a really great interviewer. I like hearing that. So I doubt this will be the last show together. Thanks for having him on as well. Look at that. I'm making friends. That roof of the mouth shot is a real killer. Just ask Kurt Cobain. Another time Arnie was wrong in January 2021 when he said uh, it it would take Biden two years to undo the progress America made under Trump. It took closer to two weeks. I was pregnant. I needed a filling. They gave me something to numb me with a needle in the, to the mouth. The dentist started drilling, and I yelled, stop. I said, I can feel all that. He said, we can't give you any more because you're pregnant. I can stop, and you can come back when you're not pregnant or deal with the pain. I dealt with the pain. I only had one good dentist in my life because he told me when going off to college to rinse my mouth out with beer. Hand of God, he told me that not even 21 to drink beer. That's a great dentist. I had one good dentist, one really, really good dentist. I liked him a lot. I only got to see him twice before he retired. That sucked. That guy was cool. But, yeah, all dentists are terrible. Not like this guy breaking teeth. What kind of fucking sadist does that shit? Breaking teeth, did he ejaculate too? Oh, my God. Dentists are flat-out evil. Just evildoers. All right, last story of the day and of the week. This is fucking gross, man. Uh. (sighs) A nurse named Jamie Conwell from the great state of Texas. (laughs) The Wisconsin dentist is full-blown. That is full-blown witchcraft! It's witchcraft! And your little dog, too. (laughs) Spent years struggling to lose weight. She's tried diets, exercising up to three times a day, and she just can't lose the weight. A couple weeks ago, she started to rapidly gain more weight, and she was getting sick. In the 80s now, breaking your teeth was told by two dentists, $10,000 to replace all metal. Fuck you, I got fake teeth. Yep. Um, Blood test revealed that she had an abnormal white cell count, so she underwent exploratory surgery, which they found a huge tumor in her ovary. She was diagnosed with a teratoma tumor, a slow-growing tumor that had been forming for decades and was draining her body's nutrients, causing weight gain. They, rele- they, they they took out the tumor. The tumor was filled with hair and teeth. Holy shit. The tumor had teeth? Holy shit. Like, this, is this a deep? The, the pastor, pastor Locke was right. Demon was growing in her. Holy shit. 
my wife had two tumors in her uterus. I call them son and daughter. <laughs> By the way, when they found the tumor, they removed it. She then lost 103 pounds. Now, I don't know if that includes the 20 pounds of tumor, but it was night and day for her. She went from a chubby gal to almost a hot chick. Ooh, God damn it. Huh. There is a 20-pound tumor. Oh, that's disgusting looking. Oh. It looks like a a, a big old thing of the, the old silly putty, but it's got a hole in there. Yuck. Wow. Good for her. She's back to she she's she's in she's in fighting weight now. Oh, what's that? Wait, wait, wait. Jessica Simpson who looks healthy now, not too skinny. Oh, Jessica Simpson looks all right. Still got them fucking muscly ass calves. Damn, boy, you don't want to get in a calf-kicking fight with her because she will wear your ass out. All right, that does it for me. Alicia, wait, wait, wait. Alicia, which uh, which, uh, link did you want? Did you want the, uh, the tumor link? Here you go. Or Jessica Simpson link. Uh, my friends in Texas keep saying I need to get beaver nuggets. What are these? Beaver nuggets, you can only get those at Bucky's. I haven't had them yet because I go to Bucky's and I either get a pulled pork sandwich or I get a kolache. So there you go. But yes, you can get them at Bucky's. Both. Oh, you want the Jessica Simpson one too? Okay, here you go. Hold on a second. Here we go. Boom. Uh-huh. Bam. Anything else that we got to talk about? Anything else? It's the weekend. You got NCAA basketball on this weekend. Um, I know that I'll be back on Monday. Uh, anything else? No movies are coming out this week. Boy, this week, man. Christopher used to re- 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 call it like, fuck you, it's January. The way Hollywood treated us with movies. Boy, fuck you, it's March, because there ain't shit out to see today. I'm going to get beef for nuggets from my wife. All righty then. Uh, thank you guys for being here. We will be back uh, on Monday, same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you're in there. So, look, this weekend, if you're going to go out and celebrate St. Patrick's Day on the weekend... Quite all right. Go out there. Have fun. Get hammered. Throw up on people. I don't care what you do, but what I do care is that you don't drive home. Get yourself an Uber. Get yourself a Lyft. Get home safe because then we can have you back on Monday morning for the show. So until Monday morning, have a great weekend, everybody, and adios. Whiskey is a gas.
gasoline that lasts a fire that burns a bridge Ice creates a water that's no longer running under it Stool holds full that pulls a whiskey on its broken heart Cigarettes create the smoke that hides the lonesome in his eyes Jukebox plays Hank, I'm so lonesome I could cry Dance floor holds the folks trying to forget who they are And that's what happens in every little honky-tonk is outside waiting to arrest him.